Live recording during PKs of the UEFA 2020 final. Your UEFA 2020 final that's actually happening right now. It's weird. Italy versus the UK. Casey representing the UK. I just found out he might be British. Do you like that? The only reason I like that they're still calling it the 2020 UEFA final is because it'll be a cool trivia fact down the line. Yeah, it will be a cool trivia fact. It'll be like, oh, what? What was the date of the 2020 UEFA final? <laughs> yeah. Nobody will ever get that question right. All right. Except for you and I. Italy's about to shoot. I think if Italy misses this one, it's over. Oh, oh wow. Fuck. It's crazy. We were talking about this before. It's crazy how the goalies, like your performance as a goalie is strictly based on if you guess the right direction of the shot in PKs. Also, the announcer was saying that yeah. you, <laughs> like when you're picking your penalty kick lineup, you pick the people who could live with missing. Yeah, it's like basically whoever's not going to be suicidal after they miss, that's yeah. what you got to do. And the other guy said some people opt out because they're like, yeah, I'll literally blow my brains out if I miss. I wonder if in Europe, I wonder if you can be legally charged with murder if you're a coach and you put the wrong guy on the penalty kick lineup and then he goes home and yeah, you're, you're an accessory to murder. Have you ever heard that story about the guy who got the own goal? I think it was Columbia back when yeah, they, they had just like killed him when he got off the bus. Literally. That's yeah. actually what happened. You yeah. know the story? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were like trying no. to be sarcastic or no, like no, exaggerating. I know that's what happened. <laughs> All right. I think this goal, if he knocks it home, I think it's over. Why is he stopping? Oh my God. Oh, oh you bomb. You bomb. Yeah. What a he fucking bomb. Dude, cause you're trying to get too fancy. He was like slowing down and stopping like, bro, just fucking kick it. If you're, if you're doing all that, you're in your own head. Like just fucking, but he kick was it. trying to get the goalie to jump. He's like stopping. And he got him to jump the wrong way and still missed. Just fucking shoot it. Oh, bro. If Rashford. You if you think about it, too, it's not even 50-50. Like, fucking Rashford blood. Because first the goalie has to guess the right direction, and then the goalie has to actually save it. Like, then there's still probably not even a 50-50 chance they save it once they guess right. Oh, fuck. It's still, it's 2-2 now. Yeah, it's 2-2. Italy's about to shoot. 2-2. Two, two, two shots left. Who knows if this will make the podcast. I hope have to if, have our if, editor. Italy, if Italy wins and I freak out, then it is. If uh, England wins, no. If Italy, right down the pipe. If Italy wins and you freak out, you're the biggest fraud of all time. Why? It's my you didn't even country. Know, you didn't even know Italy was in the final until today. I knew they were playing today. I didn't know it was the final. I just did, I just didn't realize today was the final. I'm like super. Uh, I'm like a big England fan because my ancestors are from there. Well, you you said your ancestors were from there, but shrugged at the same time, like you weren't positive. <laughs> I said it. my sister got a ancestry.com thing done. It was maybe the most boring results of all time. It was like 250 years ago, your relatives came over, they found Scranton, Pennsylvania and they said, and never fucking let's left. never leave. They parked their asses in the middle of PA and never literally they're like, let's never leave this place. It's fucking amazing. And so my ancestry isn't even a con- oh, oh fuck. Dude, they're choking. England sucks. Dude, if England loses Damn, the- goalie just saved it. If England loses in this way, it's also funny. It'll be the most tragic thing that's happened in England since World yeah, wait, War Two. Say your fact that you told me that I said I was mind blown that England never wins. England hasn't even been to a final of a major tournament as an international team 
since 68. That's the cra- that I, I we haven't fact checked it, so I'm just believing you, but They're, that's the craziest stat I've ever heard, I think. They are sports. they are the Atlanta you you should believe. You don't have to fact check me. I'm a, I'm a huge I trust you. That's what I'm saying. Benito I'm, guy. I'm not going to so cuz I trust you, but um, there's still a possibility you it's like they're yeah, the Atlanta last year. They're the Atlanta Falcons of the um, Nah, cuz like the Atlanta Falcons Nah, England is should be better than the Atlanta Falcons should be most years. No, the Atlanta Falcons are always really good, and then they always they choke. Yeah, yeah they're known exactly. as choke artists for sure. I guess, like in that sense. And then, so if the if Eng, if the England international team is the Atlanta Falcons, what's the U.S. international team? <laughs> like the Browns, the Chicago Bears, maybe. Nah, that's too good. Wait, too good. Is still? this going to win it? The shot. This will win it. No. Oh, oh, oh my he God, saved it. Hit the post. Holy shit! Holy fuck, dude! Now England needs to bury this one in order to keep it going. I don't I know. Think. Is this going to be good for people? This is we're five minutes in. This still, that's why I said I was worried about <laughs> happening recording this part. If you if oh you watch God. this, it might be good for you. Yeah, be we'll sick just of- have the editor put in like a side by side of what's going on on the TV. I feel like for legal reasons that wouldn't work. Yeah, you think what a get- brutal haircut this guy has. Jesus, it's it's amazing how they just kiss. How Italian and how British. The players Damn, this have, is gonna win it. No, no, no. This, this is this, to all right, if not Eng- lose. This is England's last shot, and if they make it, then they can survive. If they miss, they're out. If they miss, Italy wins. Oh, oh he does a football shuffle. Let's go! Save. That's game. Ball game. Italia. Italy wins the UEFA. How the goalie not even celebrate? Euro he just Cup. walked off like think of a yeah, shit. Yeah, because he's a badass. What a dude. beast. Ben, remember when I said Italy doesn't care? Ben, they're done that. Let's go, Fuck, Italy. Man. I feel so bad for the Brits. My family group chat's popping off right now. I feel so bad for the fucking Brits. Dude, that guy's going to kill himself. Oh, he's crying. Let's go. Oh, even the winners are crying. Italy's the best. Italians are the best. This are is they proof. making love? Yeah, can you imagine they just all start banging each other? Like- oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, with Europeans, you never know. All right. So let's get into the Let, episode. Let's get this episode started. Five almost six minutes in yeah turn it off and be distracted turn it off the tv so italy's yeah. italy won the uefa cup for last year <laughs> yo yo my name's uh joey fatone i just picked the nsync guy that's the most italian name i could think of <laughs> off the italian fly name was a guy from nsync <laughs> <laughs> the most italian guy i know yo yo my name's uh jimmy bonaducci <laughs> I fucking love the Italian international soccer team, and I'm so fucking pumped that they brought home the cup, baby. It's very, it's very funny that you for sure do a better Jersey Shore Guido accent or North Jersey Guido, whichever one that is, probably both, than I do. Yeah, it's a well. The North Jersey Guido is also the Jer- they're they're, yeah, they're the, the same, same exact person. They just head down to the shore in the summer. Yeah, yeah. they are the same person. Yeah, now. you're right. And then they call everyone else down there Bennies, but they're like they live up north in yeah. like a little suburb somewhere. Yeah, because like people from South Jersey and like down the shore are not the same as the, those types of Jersey Shore guys. You just keep going further south. Yeah, wherever you you're go at, like when you go to the beach, you go south. Yeah. So if you live like in the Jersey area, that's around Philly. When you go to the beach, you don't see. You that. go to Cape May. You go to Avalon. Avalon you go south. Sea Isle. Yeah. You don't see those types of. You got to go at like a forty to forty five degree angle. That's yeah. actually a good rule of thumb. Yeah. You want to go on a beach, <laughs> wherever you are. Go you want to go south. on a beach vacation. <laughs> look at the map at a forty five degree angle. Draw a straight line to, towards the closest ocean, and that's where you go to. And on your the beach thing is, vacation. that's true. Yeah, because the North Jersey Guidos that gets them to their location. Yeah, that's true. Actually, that is. Yeah, exactly. You Damn. go all the way up the coast and that's what you'll find geography people in georgia you know where they go to the beach jacksonville north florida people in north florida they go to miami south florida all that it makes sense 
damn, I just like kind of blew yeah. your mind there. You blew my mind a few times already. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to do that, honestly. So, all right. I was about to say before we get started, but we've been uh, for a little while. First, uh, we need to congratulate uh, one of our top, maybe the top, arguably, Mikey just got engaged. So, Casey doesn't know her, but she got engaged. Oh, I was like, I thought yeah. I was waiting for you to tell uh, me who. Jo- Jordan. Jordan. Jordan and, Jordan a and Vaughn. A female Mikey. Yes, female Mikey. She's a huge fan. Vaughn, uh, my friend Vaughn says he can't talk to her because she's just laughing at her podcast all the time. I fucking love it. Which I it. love that. So shouts out to her. They got engaged. Congrats. Congrats. That now Beautiful. makes two sets of Mikeys that have gotten engaged. Because of us, I think. Basically. We brought them together. Are we a love podcast? Maybe. I mean, they were dating for like 10 years, but yeah, I'll credit us for them. No, but maybe <laughs> them listening to us talk about love and relationships made them realize yeah, he's like how shit. much they love each other. Yeah, that is that's true. So you're welcome. Congratulations, congratulations. you're welcome. Uh, make sure you review us five stars. Yes, and speaking, speaking of, of that, we've got over a hundred reviews finally. Hundred two, I think, last time I checked. So finally, people did. Some people did it. Thank you, guys. Too short for like a month. We're over a hundred. I did say one fifty originally, but I'm thinking I might get the microphone asked hat just as like. A little reward for the Mikeys. Yeah, good job. Keep going. And then maybe getting the ass hat now will get us to 150 eventually. But then what are you going to do when we get to 150? Well, I mean, I've already done what I said I would do. Well, I feel like now you got to change it. Maybe you I'll get, maybe I'll like keep adding to the same ass hat. So I'll get like the microphone. And then when we get to 150, I'll get a rainbow over the microphone. Okay. And then, or I'll slowly get our whole logo. I'll get the microphone, and then when we get to 150, I'll get the name. And then if we get to 200, I'll get my face. And then we have to get all the way to 250 for me to get your face next 250 to 250 isn't that high. If we blow up and get some momentum, you're going to have my face in your ass forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm fucking fine with I that. Mean, I'm definitely fine with that. I mean, I, I was thinking like a girl would maybe tattoo my name or something like that on her body, but I'll take you. It's a consolation. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. Something else I decided I'm going to do every episode. I'm going to start drinking a craft beer every single episode and telling the listeners what beer it is. What beer is it? So this week we have Rake Breaker from Jersey Girl Brewing. It's a mosaic Show the hop camera. IPA. Well, this isn't actually the Rake Breaker can. This is a crowler that we uh, serve. So okay. it's a mosaic hop IPA. It's really, really fucking refreshing for an IPA. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. So nice. I encourage you to go out to Jersey Girl Brewing and get your Rake Breaker. Also sold in liquor stores all over New Jersey. Okay. Um, so this is the first episode since my uh, almost two week long trip out west. Oh, we got you motherfuckers last episode though. Yeah. These guys actually thought you got fucking attacked by a bear. Did they? Yeah. Did anyone actually say that? All of our Mikeys did. They all did? Damn. Everyone Idiots. I talked to. I'm kidding. You guys, are all, you guys are all geniuses. Um, so I got back last, like I've been back for a week now. I told Casey I was running a little late because I had to do something and he's like, and I was acting kind of mad and he goes, oh, come on, you're supposed to be a new man since your uh, trip. And I said, no, I'm more depressed than ever. I'm going to will it to be true because I, I can't a, handle the dude, depression the from this is man. The, the trip was amazing and then you get back and you're like, fuck, I the warned, world still sucks. The I warned world hasn't you of changed. That. I listened to our last episode uh, just this week like this weekend and I warned you of that on the episode. It's the, it, like I was in such a good mood and now I've literally never been more depressed in my life, I think. Oh my gosh. We need to get someone for you to talk to yes. who, who out there is willing to listen <laughs> therapist. I have to pay. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. You probably do have to pay them. Money but I missed you, dude. I was away and I literally went to arches national park on the last day. I was looking at the arch. It was beautiful. And then I just 
through the horizon, looking right through the arch, all I saw was your face with the rainbow headband just smiling at me. And I was like, fuck, I need to get back to Casey. I Wait, miss I, him so much. I can't tell if you're being serious. <laughs> That's all I was like, I was like, am I like hallucinating? This is crazy. I just saw your face, big smile. And I'm like, fuck, I miss him. God, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, I, I've kind of figured out that you were joking about this, but in my mind right now, you were being dead serious. I, no, I am being dead serious. And I, I actually I really, you. was there a real rainbow? No. Oh man, imagine if there was a rainbow and you were looking at the rainbow like, wow, that's so cool. And then the rainbow just started to transform <laughs> into my headband and you were like, what? And you try to like wipe it away. Like you're like, like why can't I fucking not see what the fuck is going on? Like fucking Mufasa in the Lion King. And his, <laughs> like, see, his face just appears. <laughs> I'm like seeing you in the clouds the whole time. Like in the deep in the mountains is your face or some shit the whole fucking time. Yo, but this motherfucker... You acted, you acted like you were going to like disconnect from reality when you were out there. And then I, I'm seeing you like tweeting about fucking Tyler, the creator's album and stuff. And I was like, fucking disconnect, bro. Disconnect. I dis Well, there were, there were several days where I didn't have cell service. I was camping and like, so there were a lot of times where I was like really disconnected. I couldn't even connect if I wanted to, but there were days in between where I wasn't out in nature, so I had I had soul service. I also have something else to call you out on. Uh-oh. And this is actually kind of, maybe this entire podcast is going to turn into me trying to make you have a more positive outlook okay, on life. good luck. <laughs> <laughs> because I noticed something, and I feel like you, you maybe didn't, maybe you like, don't notice what I noticed, but you recognize you were doing it because I realized you did it three times in a row. Oh yeah. I just did it once. And I was like, I'm going to keep doing that. I know what you're saying. The caption negative first. Why are you so negative? Negative. You're such a negative Nancy. He's I, in it, it, all it, in his last three Instagram posts. He's in these amazing locations, grand Tetons, fucking wind river, Wyoming, and then Moab, Utah with the arches and all of his captions start with some negative shit but was deaf worth it. And I was like, I just shut did the fuck up. I just did it once and I was like, all right, I'm just going to keep doing it. Like it just became like, that's what I was going to do the whole time. Just because captions are hard to think of. I want to see some positivity out of it. I think a captioned consultant and a social media post caption consultant would be a, a very good job. That's necessary. That already exists. Does it? That's what I'm saying. It should be. They a just job. call themselves like marketing agencies, but <laughs> literally all they do is yeah. just come up with your they, captions they, for you. They just go through like genius lyrics and find like a quote from a song. To <laughs> yeah. Thing. Yeah. Or they just like comment on a really edgy TikTok stars yeah. uh, fucking thing and say some with edgy fire shit. emojis or the money bag thing or yeah. something like that. Um, dude, but so when I was in, well, because the, the, all right, so the negative comment started because. On my on our first hike in the Grand Tetons, went to Delta Lake. It was beautiful. It was a long ass hike. I rolled my ankles like four times. Like there was just a five minute span, or for some reason, like you ever see the videos of women in high heel shoes and they're like, <laughs> like yes. dude, I did like, just for this one five minute period. I legit rolled both my ankles like three times, and then the one time I actually fucked my ankle up. I wish I took a picture of it. it was like really bruised and swollen, and it was three quarters of the way up the hike. So I had to finish the hike limping. And then I had to limp all the way down. It was horrible. Dude, have you ever started fucking like wobbling and you just like can't? That's what I did. Or like slow motion fell. That's what happened. Yeah, it dude, was horrible. The first time Haley met like a um, like some of my friends before, or maybe like the second time she met them, this girl was visiting who we went to high school with. She's visiting New York City and she didn't have heels on. She was just like drunk, I guess. And they were in front of this Just bar. Just really uncoordinated. They're in front of this bar in Greenpoint. And as they're walking up, she does this fall. And 
that she was moving in slow motion, dude. I kid you not. Like it was like, oh, <laughs> you knew it was happening. There's nothing oh, you could do about it. And we were like, what the fuck? And she's just like wobbling, but she didn't have high heels on. She was just wobbling. And then she just went down and she's like, I have weak ankles. I have weak ankles. <laughs> I have weak ankles. So I say I have ankles of glass and basketball. I used to sprain them all the time. But so that's, and I was worried. I wasn't actually like, I knew I was going to be okay. Like, cause I sprained my ankles a lot and I knew it wasn't terrible, but I was concerned it was the first day of the trip and I didn't want to fuck the trip up for my friends. Like we can't do everything we wanted to do because my ankle was fucked. So that was my biggest concern. I feel like if your friends who like signed up to go on this trip with you, I feel like they want that from you. They're like, it's not a good trip with Chen's if we don't get at least one rolled ankle out of him. No, they were not. Like I was, I was worried that <laughs> I iced it. I got an ankle brace, took some ad. If I went on a good. trip with you, that'd be what I'd be looking forward to. You just push I'd, me to try and hurt I'd myself. Be like, I'd be like, all right, I need a rolled ankle. <laughs> I need like sunburn, some sort oh, of, I got sunburn, like my some hand, sort of bug foot. attack in the middle of the Wait, night. Did I tell you about the bug attacks? <laughs> no. Did I tell you about the bugs? No. So then, so then, oh no, that's why, that was my second post about the mosquitoes. Exactly. Dude, I, but death worth it. Unimagined, like I could never imagine mosquitoes so bad i'm going to donate i decided this like i have to figure out a good charity to donate to kids in africa that get just like raped by mosquitoes and get malaria dude it's definitely way worse there than what i raped by mosquitoes i just pictured a mosquito actually (laughs) raping like like, a little kid (laughs) like a tiny little mosquito (laughs) just like sneaking up on his pops out and it's like i'm gonna get this kid (laughs) all right that was fucked up yeah that was fucked Um, keep it in editor keep it in uh it's definitely worse in those areas but still Dude, it was crazy. Just getting absolutely swarmed. The second we would stop walking, did I show you the pictures? The worst part. Wait, wait. I want to get your the, live reaction to these pictures. The reason it's worse in those areas is because every mosquito bite could potentially murder you. We're like, we're yeah, here in Wyoming. That's what I'm saying. When you're in Wyoming, you're like, oh, that's going to itch a lot. Yeah, but that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is me trying to hide from them, and you could see they're flying around my head. Like, there's Holy one on shit. my head. No, no, wait. Yeah, no, on. I'm not gonna lie. That would I'm like kind of picking on you here, but that would actually bother bugs like that would fucking bother the fuck out of me. Oh, I wish I had this like queued up to show you this. Oh, here it is. I'm I was wearing a shirt, and I'm like, I think they're biting through my shirt. Look at my back. Oh my goodness. Look at my back, dude. I'm gonna throw up. And then this is my leg the next day. Holy I had at, le- at least 50, like bare minimum 50 bug bites. This is like what, uh, when you follow those Instagrams where these people are like wanderlust and like going on all these adventures yeah, and diving Instagram off versus these. reality. Exactly. Yeah. The reality is their entire body is covered in fucking mosquito I, bites. I debated posting the, the back one just to prove how bad my mosquito bites were in that post. But I was like, that's too gross. So I think I want to see that. Yeah, no, it was honestly, you don't want to make people throw up on their Wednesday afternoon Dude, scrolling through their It was horrible. We, we, and I also forgot bug spray. And so then we were going, well, so, so did then, any, any chiggers get you? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what they look maybe like. Maybe those are chigger bites. Could you imagine? So then we, there was this family and they were high and they were like camping I literally just went up to them and just begged them. I'm like, I'm begging you. We're getting attacked and we just started and we have two days out here. Please, do you have bug spray I could just borrow for now? And they said, you can just take this bottle because we're done after tonight. And they were giving us a thing of bugs. It was cream though, which kind of wasn't good. Like, cause then you, they were biting through my shirt. Like I needed that, but no. Yeah. Wait, even with what's your thoughts on both? Cause it's a bug spray. Actually, I'm not going to lie. I've never heard of cream bug spray. It was weird. I've never but seen like, it either. With um, suntan lotion. Are you a spray, like a spray paint sort of, or are you like a lotion lather up guy? With, with sunscreen, sunscreen, you're saying a spray. You're spray all the way, right? Yeah. 
cream's gross. Like I don't like cream, but and it's too much of a process. It's insane, easier to miss. It's insane to, to me that cream is still a product. Yeah, people prefer how it. much better spray is. Spray is so much better, dude. It's just so. It's like you just feel less gross. Like, I, don't I know, tried to like, rub suntan like lotion into my body before. And it just never goes away. Uh, it's we, the one thing that's just a coating of white all over you. You know what we did do, though? You know that picture of Mark Zuckerberg when he's surfing and his face looks white and everyone shits on him for it? So I didn't realize this, but he was using zinc sunscreen, which is supposedly way better, but it makes you look really white. My <laughs> friend Tyler was doing that, too, and he looked crazy. But then I used it when we were in the desert, and it worked really well. I might use that going forward, even though it makes you look stupid. Shut the fuck up. And, but it was like that. Like he would, like Tyler would put it on himself, and it's like you can't, it's like hard. You can't get it off. No, like it just, it just never. You just keep rubbing it. And he just keeps getting more white. Like no, <laughs> it doesn't go away. It doesn't like soak in your skin. It just makes you more white. It looks crazy. I fucking love it. But it worked. But yeah, this the bug spray didn't do shit, and we just got attacked the whole time. That reminded me of a story uh, when we were in senior week. Or we were at Senior Week in Myrtle Beach. We took shrooms and we were like, all right, let's like go walk down the beach, right? It's like 90 degrees out. We're on the beach. We're walking. And our problem was we didn't have a friend who wasn't on shrooms with us. Yeah, you need, so a, before, you need a, sh- uh, a trip sitter. Exactly. Before we realized it, we're like standing up. We're like, how fucking far down this beach did we walk? So we're like, all right, well, we should turn around and start walking back. We turn around and start walking back. And then we're just walking and walking, not seeing our hotel. We're so fucking thirsty. And finally, like at one point, like fucking people that have been traveling the desert away from civilization for like 10 years, we just had to walk up to this random woman on the beach who was like a mom with her kids. And we were like, um, she had a big cooler there. We're like, is there any chance we can get water <laughs> off of you? Like, And she was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like are you guys okay? We're like, yeah, we're fine. We just walked further than we thought we were going to walk. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Dude, that happened to us too. And we were like, what? Cause the mosquitoes were so bad. We were like the second we got to our final destination, uh, midday through the second day, we were like, all right, I don't want to deal with the mosquitoes again and camp through the night. Let's just hike all the way out of here. Like, fuck it, dude. It, we hiked over 20 miles that day and my legs hurt so bad. I was like, get me out of here. I was like, talking about being miserable at the end of it. Holy shit. I was like sprinting out of the woods, <laughs> but we made it out. Um, what else happened on your trip? And then, um, we, then we went to park city. Then we went to Arizona, not Arizona to Utah in the desert. And we did, uh, UTVs, which was sick. My friend almost flipped us. I saw that video. And it's, yeah, it, I got. I literally bought a GoPro, bought all the attachments like just for that thing. So I'm glad I did it because it got that funny, dude. It's so funny if you watch it. Like I don't know if you've listened to it. He, he, my friend RJ is driving the UTV, and he goes, "Should I turn around?" But he's literally like flips the wheel and is fishtailing the UTV as he's asking me if I should turn around. I'm like, dude, like you're already doing it. Like, Do they just let you drive it wherever you, they're like, dude, there's you a massive a desert. You go off a cliff. We were, there was one point too, when, when RJ was driving, there'd be like, you know, like big, like kind of lifts. So he, I see him going to, cause you gotta hit the gas to get over certain things. He's like, I can tell I was sitting next to him. He's about to hit the gas thinking he's about to just go over like a little hill. But it was a cliff. Like if he hit the gas, like 300 feet in the air to our death. <laughs> and he like kind of stopped for a second because it, it was a hard left turn. So he turns left. But I looked at him. I was like, you about to drive over that cliff, weren't you? He just starts laughing. I'm like, that's not funny. Like would have died. I wouldn't have let. Did you guys like take turns driving? Or? Yeah, we would switch. Like, yeah. Switch on and off. Yeah. Because I feel like I would not be comfortable enough to just let one of my friends rip me around 
Yeah, I think they were most uncomfortable when I was driving. Like my friend Tyler, when he was driving, I think everyone was most at ease. RJ was probably second most, and then me. I think everyone had everyone was most they on were, edge. Is that because they were the biggest pussies, and you were pushing the limits the best? No, I think Tyler pushed. No. Like, Tyler pushed the limits the most, and we were probably the most comfortable. I would say when he, at least I was. I casually, I casually got sucked into watching. Um, 2013 X Games Big Air skateboarding. Why, why that year? <laughs> 60 minutes of it. I watched this morning because like you ever get sucked into those Facebook video clips? No. <laughs> so there's this whole section of Facebook. It's called Facebook videos, and I always get notifications on my phone. And I have this thing where I want to, I like to make all the notifications go away. Oh do you yeah, do that yeah, yeah. too. Are I you? I hate. There's a single note. I was talking about that with someone the other day. There's a single notification. I got to get rid of it. Like have, have to, to get it to go away. People have like hundreds of notifications on their phones. Oh my god. Honestly, I'm, it makes my heart like, yeah. stop a little bit <laughs> thinking about those kind. Of, yeah, <laughs> thinking about those kind of people. Also, like my old roommate Justin, he would have like 85 unread text messages. That's yeah. That's, that's psychopath behavior. Crazy. If you just are not reading text messages. To the point where you have 85, get the fuck out of what's, my life. All right, what's more crazy? I have friends that do that, and I have friends that delete all their messages. What's I crazier? I don't delete them right away, but there's like a setting, you, the uh, auto-delete. Yeah, but like usually that's 30 days. Not, it's like a Those while. Those friends are hiding something. That's what I'm saying. But they're Those like, friends have killed someone before. Yeah, and they're doing <laughs> that, and they're like, no, it's just... But I'm like, dude, that's crazy. Like You're being really sketchy if you delete <laughs> yeah. your shit that quick. Yeah, if Haley was deleting all of her text messages, she's cheating on yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. I would, I would not even doubt it for a second. I'd be like... Wh-? When she gets back I'd in a like, couple hours, you look at her phone, she has no messages. Like, like, wait, <laughs> wait, so you just... Every day at the end of the day, you just go through and delete everything that was sent to or from your yeah, phone. That's like a ridiculous amount of paranoia to do that. Yeah. I just watched Mayor of Easttown recently. Everyone has been hyping that up. Have you watched it? No, nah, but I've well, heard you're not going to be able to watch it on your TV. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I told Casey I didn't want to complain <laughs> about it. On not, the show. On, not on your TV. You can't watch <laughs> but, it. Dude, I keep having technology problems. I complain about the computer. I had this basically the same thing with my TV. I came home from my trip like, oh, I'm going to watch NBA finals. Looks like someone punched my screen. I was like, I don't remember doing this. Whatever. Went to buy a new one. Got the new one. Set it up. Had dead pixels on it. Had to just go get another one and exchange it today. I don't want to blow up your or spot or like ruin your entire Life. family and yeah. your family relationships. But only one person was in your house. Yeah. I said, I think my sister might've done it and she's like lying to me, but I wouldn't, I said, I wouldn't have gotten mad at her. It's just, I was confused. I was like, if I hit it this hard, I feel like I would have noticed it. So sister Chen's sister, if you're out, there, if you're out there listening right now, Bianca, Bianca, this uh, Bianca usually listens. We so don't, probably get he, this part, he won't get mad. I won't Does get he mad. seem like the kind just, of brother that would get mad if you never. accidentally, punched his tv <laughs> pegged it with a boulder <laughs> if you if you were wearing heels one night and you came home and, and you fucking it. drop kicked his tv <laughs> no i wouldn't get he mad. wouldn't get mad so just tell him just tell him the truth just admit it i know it was you <laughs> yeah but then i got a new one and i think it's also i realize this because it's happened to me twice in a month i think it's a scheme by best buy because both times they did that to me, I bought an expensive product. It was fucked up. When I had to exchange it for another one, I got a one that I'm was more money. I stunned you buy your electronics from Best Buy. Never in my life would I ever I usually need buy a new electronic B&H. and go to what do you usually, uh, Walmart. I go to Walmart for literally everything. I don't trust Walmart. What? I don't trust Best Buy now either, though. Maybe I should trust Walmart. You know, I've gone to Walmart for everything, and guess how many issues I've had? Zero. I- I'm going to say, the, if you're going to buy, I- I've talked to you about it, B&H. I think the only store is in Manhattan, though. So if, 
if it's a pain in the ass to get there, but you can order things from there. B&H is the best store ever. I used to love just walking in there. It is 50 million times better than Best Buy. They look like you want to buy something, you go to the second floor and you're like, I'm going to take that. The guy goes, okay, it'll be there at the desk at the desk for you when you get down there. And they just send it down a conveyor belt through the whole store and you see like products going everywhere. I've never like heard of this factory. store until you told me about it and That's I looked sick. it up. It actually does look, like I want, next time I'm in the city, I'm going to We should go. go together. You'll love it. I'm telling you. And they have people who are experts in the most specific things. The I think I used this as an example to you. The tripod we used for the camera when i went to buy that there was literally a guy in the store who only specialized in dslr tripods like that's all he did <laughs> so he was like how big is the camera blah, blah blah boom you need this one like two seconds is they're amazing was it your it's like your wet dream for you it is it's somebody sick. that knows what they're talking about yeah because i have no clue you, like, you i love give him it. like a little bit of information and then he just starts oh yeah you need blah 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 i'm like all right cool thanks you love a nice little expert yes yeah because <laughs> yeah because i don't know what i'm talking about so I mean. um well we got off the rails we haven't even dove into what you wanted to talk about at all sure we're almost 30 minutes in too um so in my, well, the first thing when I, the first place we went to was in Wyoming. So we spent the first two nights in Jackson Hole to get acclimated to the uh, elevation, which I told you it was my biggest concern ended up being a non-issue. I never had a problem with the elevation at all whatsoever. So like, I'm, I'm I was like, shocked by uh, that. I, I, never mind. Keep going. What were you saying? I don't want to pick on you and your friends. I'm not going to sit here and blow you and your friends up. I'm sure they're Mikey's. They're probably listening. Actually, They've never met me before. I, they kind of listen. The yeah, two of them, but I just like that feels like something that like a group of like middle aged women do when they go on a trip. No, that's your somewhere to do. like the Grand Tetons. No, 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 you should do that because like because we when we hiked in the Wind Rivers, like we were good the whole. Actually, my friend, my bro, wife, I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. I'm saying like that's like you know washing your sheets. Like, like you, you should, should do that. <laughs> yeah. but like usually if you're just like a 20 something year old guy, you, go, you, Fuck do, it, we'll be fine. you don't yeah, have a yeah. girlfriend. You probably don't like yeah. maybe you do it once every three months, right? but not once every six weeks, like whatever's recommended. Probably I mean, more than six weeks, like, like less time than six weeks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> six weeks is my best possible yeah. gap that I was ever going to do on my own. <laughs> um, but like, that's what I mean. Yeah, I get I'm, what you're saying. But because in the wind rivers, uh, which is where we camped for a while and hiked my friend Tyler went with one of our other friends and he really struggled because of the elevation. Cause he literally landed the Tyler it. that came with you Yeah, his, on this his, trip. Yeah. His, he did the you same. Guys, you and your friends are built for each other. Weren't you? Yeah. Tyler was like, guys, we can't just go right to the mountains. Well, it was nice. He, he did a great job. He planned most of it and everything was a good trip. He did a good job. <laughs> that the that is nice when you have that friend. Yeah. That, I am that friend. I are think you? we've talked about yeah, this yeah, on yeah, here. Yeah. My one buddy is trying to plan our friend's bachelor party. And he literally just hasn't done anything. And he just texted me the other day and was like, I need you to help me. And I was like, all right, I'll fucking help the best I can. Did I was like, here's step one. You need to find out what dates we want to go. And then I was like, step two, find out how many people are actually willing to go. And then we can pick the fucking Airbnb <laughs> that we want to go to. Um, we got through. Oh, so when we got there, we were getting acclimated, hung out in Jackson Hole. It's like went out to bars and stuff. The first night we were there for like two seconds, we met this group of like, like guys and girls, I don't know where they were from. They like went to some international school together and they're just like, Oh, come like party with us at the house. Were they international? Two of the guys are from Mexico city. Um, the one girl's from Brazil, the other girl, she's from like Minnesota. They're from all over the place. So we go to where they were staying and it was like, how did, how did they, um, invite you over? Uh, we were trying like act like you are them for a second. 
What do you I mean? I want to hear your impression of them. I can't, I can't do impressions. I'm not good at it. They just, no, like they, we were just hanging out with them for a while and they're like, they oh, we're going back. Like, come hang out. So we just went. That's how they said, oh, yeah. we're going back. Come. They Dude, didn't the guy, say like, hey man, we're going back to our house. Come. No, nah, they, no, nah, they, they didn't have <laughs> I'm access kidding, to that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But either way, we I got, was going to try and do my Brazilian accent, but I don't know if I have a Brazilian. Yeah. You don't pull that out of the back pocket. So I just have the chefs and kitchens that I've worked in before. <laughs> when we got to their, like the guys were so nice. Like, cause, cause they're with girlfriends. Usually like. If you're with a group of girls and then, you know, like they're like random guys are coming back. You think they're going to like hit on the girls. The guys get kind of defensive. I think it's because they're not American, but they are so nice. We we get to the house. It was a awesome. ma- $12 million mansion. How long have they? That's sick. How long have they? Do you know how long like they've been in the States with this same group? A while. Yeah. Yeah. So they've already, Probably. they've like tested the waters and tried to see who could hook I think, up with I think who. They were. But yeah, whatever. So, but anyway, dude, the guys were like, they had a, it was a pool the size of a hot tub. Or there was a hot tub the size of a pool. And we were like, oh, we don't have bathing suits. And the guys were like, oh, we'll just give you ours. Like, don't worry. Hold on. And we were like, <laughs> dude, are they going to kill us? Like, they're being way too nice. And like, we were literally like, dude, something's up. Like, they're trying to do something to us. I was worried. But they were nice. Just gave us our bathing suits. And I was like, you sure? Like, my dick's going to touch this. You know that, right? And like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I've worked with people who like came from abroad to work here and they just fucking love Americans. No, that's yes, not true. they do. Yes, they, people that are like usually they they go to like schools of hospitality because they have those everywhere because tourism is such a huge industry in a lot of like the countries they come from. So they go to these like colleges, these hospitality colleges, and then they come here for summer internships to work in U.S. hotels and learn the way that like Americans are used to going to a hotel. So that way, when they go back, they can kind of. Because most of the time it's Americans that are gotcha. being tourists there. Um, but yeah, they were really nice. And I was sketched out for a while, but they ended up being really cool. And it was a good time. But yeah. 12. Can we go back to the mansion again? It was crazy. Yeah. How did they end up being in this? Ma- like their program just placed them there? No, no, no. They're out of school. Like they're just hanging out now. And I think one of the people is just their house. Oh, so you ran into rich people. Yeah. <laughs> I thought these people were like working at restaurants oh, no, 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 over no. here. No, they're like, ran- no, like just people were at the bar and we were just like, yeah. Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So we just like hung out with them and they were like making us quesadillas middle of the night, hang- giving us their bathing. It was sick. They were very nice. Sounds like they're everyone's very nice. very nice, except outside of the Northeast. Whenever you go anywhere out West, everyone's super nice. And then here, everyone's an asshole. So fucking nice. It's yeah, insane. So nice. Like Utah, everyone's super nice in Utah. Um, but then... So the, and then when we were at the bar, this is one of the things I'm gonna say. You know when you, like if if you're out like in New York, let's say, and you see a celebrity, like holy shit, that's like that's Ben Affleck. Yeah, like, dude, we would see like <laughs> there'd be just a guy, like an old guy with a big bell buckle on a cowboy hat and cowboy boots, be like, oh my god, that's a cowboy, that's a real cowboy. <laughs> like I would get like nervous and excited as if he was a celebrity, but it was just like a guy that looked like a cowboy, and that was it. I was really excited to see cowboys. Dude, this fucking comedian that I love, I probably talked about him on here. So Tom Segura. Yeah, I love Tom Segura. He has fucking. I love him and Bert on their podcast. I forget what it's called. Two Bears, One Cave. Yeah, I was yeah, Two Bears, One Cave. I love them on that podcast, but. He has this bit he does in one of his stand-ups about real-life cowboys. And he's like, if you're going to, or not real-life cow, about guys that wear cowboy hats in public. Yeah. He's like, if you're going to wear a cowboy hat in public, be a cowboy all the time. Yeah. He's like, you want to go somewhere? Ride a fucking horse to get there. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He's yeah. like, oh, you want to go to San Francisco, but you live in Dallas, Texas? I'll see you in six days. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I said that too, actually, on the trip, because I was saying, I was saying this to my friend, most fashion things, most people be like, oh, I can't wear that. And what I would always say to someone is you can wear anything. You just have to wear it with confidence. Like people can 
dress how they want. You just have to wear it like and not act like you're embarrassed about wearing it. Except for cowboy shit, like you, you can't wear a cowboy outfit and just be like, "Yeah, I'm just wearing a cowboy outfit." Like you have to be a cowboy to rock a cowboy outfit. Yeah, you have. What, what are you considering as you are a cowboy? Because I bet you a lot of these guys you saw do not have the cowboy characteristics that you thought they did. No, they did. They were like grizzly old men, like big belt. Like they just dressed the part. You could tell they didn't give a shit. They were fucking hammered. They were pistol crazy. on their hip. Yeah. Like, yeah, like those That's the craziest thing about those states is I feel like everyone just has a pistol on yeah. them. It was crazy. Holstered Dude, on there their was hip. also there was one point we were in a in Pinedale, Wyoming, which is right outside of where we hiked in the Wind Rivers. We're in a restaurant waiting to get food, and these two old guys look at my friend RJ and I just up and down, and they're just like, "Where are you guys from?" Like they just looked at us like, "You're not from here." They just <laughs> knew right away. Yeah, no, it didn't. Doesn't even take a second. That's yeah. like it. Kind of reminds me of uh, when I'm working at the brewery, and a kid walks up. And usually I always know because sometimes like a kid with a beard, you could be anywhere from 19 all the way up to, you know, 27. Yeah, I age at least five years when I if and you might. Beard versus no yeah, beard. and you might look kind of that same age, but you'd never realize until you're now this age and watching people who are underage walk up to the bar, how fucking obvious it is. Like this kid walked up to the bar the other day. He had straight up athletic shorts on. He was out at out at the bar at night with just athletic shorts and a t-shirt on. I was like, I see your ID, man. And he's like, oh, fuck. Like I left it at home. Like blah, blah, blah. Gave me all these excuses. And he's like, I swear, like this is my birthday. Says all this shit. And I was like, I'm not just going to give you a beer. Like what's the point of me asking for your ID if when you like don't not. produce one, <laughs> I just give you a beer yeah. anyway. So you could literally say anything right now, but I'm not going to fucking give you a beer. Yeah. But I was like thinking about back to myself and I was like, I used to fucking dress like that when I went places. Really? Yeah. So like they would definitely looked at you and you guys just thought you kind of look like everyone else, but they were like, no, those people are from the East Coast. Well, I thought I was dressed just like I was about to go hiking. They just, they literally looked at us for two seconds like you're not from here. But I think they go hiking with their jeans. Yeah, because they're, they're cowboys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can tell. Yeah. They're wranglers. Yeah. They were, so the, seeing the real cowboys were sick. I literally acted like they were, I didn't go up to any of them, but they were like celebrities. You watch that show? What's that show everyone's been watching? I don't watch TV, man. Yellowstone? No. Nah. You don't have any friends that have brought this show up to you? No. Nah. It's just like Mayor of Easttown. It's like super popular right really? now. Really? Yeah. Mayor of Easttown, I've heard everyone talk about But it's but not basically Yellowstone. about real life cowboys. So That's sick. You should, if you love it. real life cowboys, you definitely real need life, to check it real out. Real life cowboys are sick. Did you go up to any of them and say, like, no, I, I was scared? Because they're scary, dude. They're scary, have, grizzly men. Like, I was like, this guy's going to kill me. He has a pistol on his hip, probably. Yeah. He's going to shoot me. Like, we have. We have you in New York, but he just wears his whitey tighties and <laughs> plays the guitar. <laughs> um, and rollerblades? Why am I picturing the naked cowboy on rollerblades? I don't know. He might be on rollerblades, actually. Is he on rollerblades? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody write be. us in and let us know about that. Um, so then the other, like, thoughts I had were just the whole flying process and being at airports. Um, there are a few things. One, I always think, I don't know if you shared the same thing. You're probably going to make fun of me. But I found that <laughs> airports... I feel like airports, like I never do the wrong thing. I always, like I always get to the right place. Everything always goes smooth. I'm super cognizant of that you, in airports. You, I always feel like I'm doing something wrong. Like, do you not feel that? Like, because there's, there's nothing confirming that you're doing the right thing or you're going the right direction and it's not very clear where you're supposed to go. So you're always like, I think I'm going the right, like I'm, I'm never more unsure of myself than when I'm in an airport. The first time I flew, I feel like I went a long period of time where I went like, I had 
you know, I flew with my parents probably when I was around like 13 or 14. And then I feel like I didn't fly for a while until I was like 19 or 20 and I was in college and I flew on my own out to California and I didn't know that you had to like take your computer out of your backpack. Yeah. So I remember my bag getting pulled to the side and they had to like look through my bag and everything. And they pulled my computer out and they were like, um, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. He's got a gun. (laughs) They fucking throw me down on the ground. I'm like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, but I know that exact feeling. And also, like I, I try to tend to be a very much like I, I, and my friend fucking hates that I do. My friend Luke hates that I do this, but I'm very much like, I think too good of everyone around me, except for when I'm in the airport. That's the only time. Everyone's a terrorist. Then. That every, I swear to God, I'm on alert for it. Like I'm in the airport and I'm like, everyone's one of, a suicide and also bomber. You always, he, you always hear that same announcement in the background that's constantly plays in the airport. That's like, if you see anything suspicious, if you see someone set their bag down and walk away. So my fucking head is on a swivel when I'm at the airport. Like maybe I don't think I'm doing anything wrong, but I think everyone, everyone. around me is fucking up. I'm like, bang, bang, where you at? I got you. I'm going to fucking report your ass. Wait, that's actually very, very funny. I like that. But yeah, I wish there was some like sign that'd be like, you're doing the right thing so far. Like so far, so good. I wish I, because I always think I'm fucking something. So you up. need, what you need is some positive reinforcement <laughs> yeah. where like TSA is only giving you negative. Like if you do everything right, they just say nothing. Yeah. Where like need you need to like, someone who right like, yeah. as soon as you get through Pat the TSA the line, you already had your shoes off. You said all the things in the right buckets. You were quick with the process. You need someone that's like, hey, you just fucking killed it at TSA, yes. my guy. Here's a sticker. Yes. And then yeah, you can put, put it on your shirt. Like <laughs> I, I crushed TSA. Yeah. <laughs> TSA didn't say anything to me. <laughs> you fucking, you put your hands above your head without them even asking. You're like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so the person who does that, do they just look at dicks and boobies all day? They have to be, right? I have always wondered. I don't think it's x-ray vision. I think it's like heat vision, isn't it? It yeah. shows you where hot spots are. Yeah, but you probably still see someone's junk. You probably can at least at a minimum tell how big the person's dick is. Like you're probably seeing dicks in ball sizes all the time. Can we get... Um, I actually do know someone who works for TSA. I was going to say, can we please get someone, someone on here and talk to them? Yeah, I should. I'm not like on some of our special of release episodes coming soon. There oh, are, sneak peek. There are ones coming soon. Um, another thing I thought, well, two things. When I was a very amazing skill I have, I can fall asleep on flights in two seconds. Like felt I, I took a red eye home. Anywhere or just flights? Like, can you fall asleep anywhere in two seconds? You think? Are you pretty good at that? Like if I'm a passenger in a car, that'll happen. It's like usually if I'm just like sitting there with nothing to do, like once I put my phone away, I'll fall asleep because it's just like I'm, I'm the exact bored. same yeah. way. So I took a red eye home. It was a lot cheaper. And I was like, I'm not worried about it. I'll fall. I take off, fall asleep, woke up as we were descending and landing. Like it was easy. That's the ultimate yeah. fucking jackpot of flying yeah. is if you can somehow like fall asleep right after takeoff and then wake up right as you guys are making your land. That's the, yeah, it was amazing. You hit the fucking flying jackpot. I was doing the armrest battle though with the people on the way back. And I was, I was trying to figure out like, am I in the, cause there's the person on the aisle side has one. The person on the window side has one. And then my two are their second. <laughs> like the two on each side of me are their second. Do I have the right to both armrests as the middle person? Cause I feel like I have the receipt. So I should get both armrests. So here's my policy. I think it keeps tending in. So the person on the aisle seat, 
they do have a little bit of aisle room, but they can't really use that aisle room because that drink cart by, might yeah. come by and bump their elbows. The drink cart's not there all the time. They got time. So their main, but their main armrest, in my opinion, is inside to them. So I only get one armrest and I'm stuck in the middle? Everyone else only gets one armrest too, though. No, because then the person in the aisle technically does have the option for the aisle one. And they have the room in the aisle. That's why the aisle seat's the best seat. No, no. You think the window, window seat? Cause, cause I'm an aisle seat guy. For sleeping purposes, lean your head on the thing on the wall. I lean on my whoever's next to me. That's what I'm, I'm scared of doing that all the time. I actually went neck pillow for the first time in my life on that flight home. Didn't it, like it. Made me feel nothing. sweaty and gross. Like, Oh my like gosh, it. dude. My sister does that? Yeah, I don't like it. I tried it for the first time. Usually I fall asleep and that's all I'll do. Also, who sleep? Like, all right, if you actually think about the design of those neck pillows, I can't believe people look at those and think like, that'll, like, that'll like, work as my, who sleeps like this? this yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this is great. This is so much yeah. better than if I didn't have... A fucking two inch pad right here. Fall forward and drool on yourself like a normal person, because that's what I usually do. But no, if you have the if you have the window seat, I can just lean like this and fall asleep. Perfect. Oh my so gosh, nice. dude! I flew with two friends going to Colorado. Shout out to the twins, and I kid you not, both of them they slept. They took their um, you know, the, laptop desk or whatever the tray tray. Yeah, the fall down tray from the seat in front of you. They put that down they on that, and they both say? slept. I'd be scared I was going to break that. Like arms crossed. That's crazy. With their head laying. And I was like, that would murder my back. Yeah. They're basically <laughs> bent in half for their entire flight. Yeah. yeah. I'd be scared. I, was, I would lean too hard on it and like break it. I guess it's probably secure enough, but I'd be worried about that. I'm sure. also a big movies. Do you watch movies? No. Dude, there was a woman. She was playing fucking like, like fruit ninja the whole flight. The woman next to me in the aisle. I was like, the flight, we were barely moving. I love a good fruit ninja. But she was like playing games the whole time. It's like, what are you, five? Oh, wait, on her flight thing? Yeah. Oh, shut the fuck up. So I thought like you doing, meant she had an iPad. No, no, no she's she like on the screen, like <laughs> fucking playing like word search games. And I'm like, like, she's like playing words with friends, basically doing that too. And like, we haven't, we've barely taken off yet. Like you can't I fucking love chill like till that. the flight takes off. I love people like nah, that. I was, I was not, I knew I was going to fall asleep. So I didn't complain about it. Do you it, know but. if it's a myth or not? But they always say that. If you watch movies and stuff on planes, the high altitude makes like your emotions work differently or something. You've never heard this? No. Nah. Yeah. So like apparently if you watch like just a- cry easily. Yeah. If you watch like a feel good movie, I watched, um, oh, Asian movie wedding. Oh, uh, my big fat Asian wedding. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no it's a fuck. Crazy uh, Rich Asians. Crazy Rich Asians, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched Crazy Rich Asians. Great movie. That's on a, good a movie. plane for the first time. I bawled my motherfucking eyes really? out, dude. And the next time I watched it, I like made a friend watch it. I forget who. <laughs> like made them watch it. I was like, this is such a good movie. It's like, okay, maybe it wasn't as good as I thought it was. <laughs> but like literally like on the plane I watched it, I was choking heaving. up. I was like, oh <laughs> Try my heaving gosh. The time. I was like, this is an amazing wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's a good movie though. I like that movie a lot. I did too. Yeah, it's a good I did movie. too. Um, another thing I thought of on the plane was I don't get how people fuck on planes. Like saying you join the Mile High Club. I'm can it's not the a real thing. The logistics of that, dude. There's no way people do that. There's it's not a real thing. There's no room on the plane and no privacy. There's no way you could do that and no one would notice. It's, I don't believe it. Neither do I. It's lies. I I need to talk. I was thinking because because then whenever you see the hot like flight attendants too, you're like, I'm sure guys try to bang them. So they probably can, but like how? The flight attendants, I actually think, could maybe get away with it. But where? But I think they have other areas that they can take you to. 
You think maybe they let their flight attendant homies know? They're like, I'm going to go up to the front. I'm going to pull the curtain closed. Yeah, but I feel like it'd shake the plane or you'd hear it. You wouldn't or... shake the plane. Let's not be outlandish. You don't think, have you ever tried jumping on a plane? I haven't. I f- you don't think that would be noticeable? No. Or make noises? Jumping on a plane? If I'm you jumped sure up and down on a plane, you don't think it would, you'd, like, bro, you wouldn't notice you're not like it? in an elevator. I'm not sure you understand what's going on. You're being hurtled through the fucking sky. If you, like if jumping you affected think, the performance. No, no, I'm not saying affected the performance. I'm saying you would like feel it or hear it or notice it. I don't think you could like jump no. in. What? Absolutely not. So you think you're in the back of the plane. You think if you jumped, the pilot would be like, what the fuck just happened? I think somebody on the plane would hear it or like feel something shake. Like now I'm saying it would fuck the plane up, but I'm maybe, saying you'd notice it. Maybe hear it, but that's just because of your heat feet. That's like if I jumped here in the house, you would hear it. It has nothing There's to do no with There's no way people on fuck plane. on planes. I literally, un- like if you're on the PJ, sure. I, on a commercial I, flight, no way. I agree with you, but I think it's more because I think you would just get caught. It's impossible too, yeah. to not just see two people going to the bathroom together. And how, how could you even do it in the bathroom? Yes, you can't fit one yes. person in the bathroom. That's the only There's way you no could way. do it. And those bathrooms are so tight. You'd have to be like doing this. The girls like doing the thing where you like climb up. Like if it's a narrow hallway and you put your legs on both sides, yes. like see Spider-Man climbing up. That like only, nin- that? only ninjas yeah. and 10 year olds can do. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the only people I've ever seen in videos doing those are like certified ninjas and 10 year olds. When I was in high school. Or American Ninja Warriors and 10 year olds. When I, I want to do American Ninja Warriors. I kind of that's I've thought are about you, trying. Are, do you have that kind of athleticism? I, yeah, I think I could do it. I You've really got don't. like the crazy grip strength sort of shit. You think? I think I could. I'd have to try it, but I always think I I would like to do that. But anyway, I, going back to the <laughs> you saying ten year olds and ninjas can do that. <laughs> when I was in high school one time, my one at my friend Tyler's place, at, he had a party. We're in his basement, and he had a hallway where it was like pretty narrow. And our one friend, who's like a small dude, he did that. He climbs up like that super easily. And this girl who's a little bigger than him was like, "Oh my god! Like I want to do that." foot through the fucking wall Shut so fast. Up. It was so embarrassing. Oh, man. It was very embarrassing. Like, oof, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> and it was like a perfect yikes. footprint. Like, literally, like, you, like, toes and everything. Like, you'd see it. Just boom, right through oh, the Oh, my gosh. It, like, cut out her toes. Like, you'd take a bite out of a chocolate you, you, you chip could cookie. See, you could see, like, the outline of her foot. It was like the perfect <laughs> outline of a foot through the wall. It was crazy. For the longest time, one time I was at my buddy's place, and him and his dad were, like, wrestling around. It was like a, not not an abusive relationship. Russell around <laughs> like a, let's fuck around. You were sort like of a, thing. a and sexual way. <laughs> his dad like my, like started to lose and like got pissed about it. So just Bodied like him. drove my buddy through the wall and put a hole right in their wall. And his mom wasn't home. And for the longest time, I'll never forget. There was just a massive mirror hung over the over the hole, and his mom never knew about it. And then one weekend, I got invited over to hang out, and it was like mom's gone again we're fixing this fucking hole and we had to fucking help him put new sheetrock up and, and she never found out never found out about it that's sick yeah it was that's, awesome that's actually my other friend nick he had a couple parties in high school and one party like when his parents weren't home and one of the they found out both times and the one time they found out because some kid put a hole in the wall in the basement like same thing like pushing each other dude's butt hits the wall and just puts a huge hole in it the <laughs> other time you know it's actually this is actually funny the other time they figured out we had a party because my girlfriend at the time when we were clearing cleaning up she was cleaning up the one room and folded the blankets like too nice so the parents came home and they're like this room is too clean oh someone cleaned this room that's an interesting way to get fucked and that's how they found out like my friend had a party was because my girlfriend folded the blankets in all the rooms <laughs> so yeah 
Because you never know. Um, anything else from uh, your airport adventures? I'm trying to think. Like, I'm looking at. Are you an airport? Um, so what's your what's your like uh process? How early are you getting there before a flight? Normally, I'm I try for two hours. Although on the way, two th- hours for a domestic flight. Yeah, I feel like that's isn't it usually two for like an international and then one for a domestic. It's usually one and a half. I, yeah, I think it's two for international, you one step and a half foot at the airport. Two hours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's reasonable. Yeah. So yeah, it's like a little safe, but not too crazy. But for the flight home, both my friends flew out early, like flew a lot earlier than me. I don't have time to kill, so I had to like return the camping equipment. I had to like return the rental car. But then it was like four o'clock, and my flight was until eleven forty-five, and I don't have a car now at this point. So I was like, okay, I could pay for an Uber to hang out in Salt Lake City, or I could just say fuck it and chill in the airport all night. So that's what I did. I sat I, in the airport for six hours. The worst. I'm kind of a Hard. fan of chilling in airports. It wasn't that bad, but towards the end, I was like, okay, I'm really fucking over this. I want to fly out of here. Yeah. I always am on team, get there earlier and then just find fucking drink some airport beer. Yeah. That's what I whatever. did. I just chilled a drank. Yes. Yeah, so that's, that is what I did. The other thing that was funny though, booking my, I wanted to change my flight because I booked my return flight before my friends booked theirs. So once I realized they were leaving early, I was like, fuck, I should try to move mine up. But I realized I was flying Delta back and I flew basic economy, not realizing how many fucking restrictions they put on you when you fly basic economy. You, can, you can't do anything like it was fun. End up being OK. What do you mean? You can't do anything. You can't change it. You can't you, like you can't change your flight. You can't only bring like certain kinds of bags. Like, I don't know. There were just so many things like I couldn't do Wait, anything. To that's another question I have. What's your go like? When it comes to packing and what you do with that, like what's your strategy there? Do you bring a checked bag? I use, so this goes back to kind of a similar thing. I usually avoid bringing checked bags at all costs because it gives me anxiety that they're going to lose my bag. But of course, of course, because what else would happen here? (laughs) So then, (laughs) so then, um, but on the way there, me and my one friend flew United and United, when you buy their cheapest, whatever they call it, like basic economy thing, they don't let you bring a carry on. They're like, you have to check a bag. Oh, what? Yeah. and like so, That's like the exact opposite of right. what it used to be. It's very weird. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I, I'm going on a long trip too. It lets me bring a little bit bigger of a bag. So I did check a bag both ways. You know, and the, I was pro, like, okay. the pro move is you bring, you know, your standard backpack and then you bring your carry on that's going to go up in the bin. And then what they always do is right at the gate. They're like, if anybody wants to check their carry on. Don't they usually charge you more though for that? No, they don't charge you anything. Because they want to get more bags out of the carry-on and into that under area where the check bags go. So they'll let you do it for free. Interesting. Where if at the, when you buy your ticket, you pay for a check bag, you have to like buy the check bag. You wait till you get to the gate. You fucking, they like are, you know, they're like, Hey, you know, we're going to run out of fucking room in our carry-on because we always fucking do. They did. Yeah. There was like no room. I had to put the bag under my feet and I couldn't put my feet anywhere it was kind of because they always run out of room they're like so if you want to check your bag now you can do it and i'm always the guy that's like i'll take it no i I don't like checking bags you know what i've always wanted to be which is a weird thing to kind of want i've always wanted to be that person when they're like hey we need someone to come give their ticket for their flight and take a flight six hours from now oh because they overbook it yeah and they're like and if you take that flight six hours from now we'll either you know give you $300 in fucking United credits or yeah. we'll upgrade you to first class or they always throw in some shit for you taking that. And I've never been in a position where I didn't 
have a reason to get home or like was in a hurry to get home. I'm fucking, I'm dreaming of the day that I have nothing to get home for. And I'm like, you know what? I'll spend a quick fucking six hours in the airport in order to get like a free flight somewhere. The problem is they always, that announcement comes once you're already seated on the plane. So now you're like, I'm so, like, if you told me that. No, that's when you're sitting in front of your gate. Really? I've always, always only had that happen while I was seated in the plane. And then at that and point, like, we it's need like, someone not, to get off the yeah, plane. And I'm like, I'm not getting off. I'm already on. If you do it before I get on, maybe. But okay. One last question now okay. about your airport strategy. Yeah. Are you a get in line as soon as possible to get seated guy? No, my, I just like, don't give a shit. I hate when I hate seeing grown adults fight in lines. That is actually one of my biggest pet peeves. I feel like you're a child. If you do that, not even fight in lines, stand in line. You ever see the people like there's people who are always, you know, they have the different boarding groups. Yeah. There's people that stand up there waiting even when it's the- not their boarding group, just waiting for their group to get called so they can be first Dude, in their group. Relax. Yeah, it's like and I'm always I, I, I don't get it at all. I think the only benefit in my mind I've thought none- about this is that you can get a space in the carry on above yeah, where yeah, your yeah, seat that's is. True. That is that's a- the single only benefit, because other than that. And why in the world would you ever want to be sitting on a plane and waiting, waiting for other people to sit down? It's, I just think it, I just think in general, I hate seeing it. It's like, dude, you're 50 something years old and you're like trying to cut people in line. I just, it just seems childish to me. So I always avoid doing that. I just don't want to be that guy. You know what I love having the person that paid extra for like the, um, the window seat. That's always the most expensive seat. They paid extra for that seat and then they're in a hurry to get off, but I'm on the fucking aisle. You let them out. (laughs) And I just sit there and I'm like, nope, all these motherfuckers they're gonna go before us and you're gonna wait buddy because you're a polite guy i'm you're a polite nice. guy and i'm fucking in charge of this aisle now <laughs> i'm the fucking captain I'm now, the captain now yeah. <laughs> that's funny oh you know what else was a thing going back just real quick last thing the basic economy thing they didn't tell you what your seat was until i got until we were about to board which was odd that made me worried it was going to be i was going to get overbooked like, do you know why that's why they do that no, that's what I thought. But what I read, they said it's not it, like the, like it's a new thing with Delta they United or Delta. Delta. Of course, they it's, fucking it's did. some new. But thing that's exactly what they do. And my one friend was said, oh, don't worry about that. Flights never get overbooked. I was like, I've literally been on flights where my friends didn't get on the flight. Flights they got overbooked. Your friend has no idea what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, It happens. Tyler, I'm sorry, Tyler. No, you have t- no fucking no, it clue. happened to Tyler. When we were in high school, we were going to Antigua. It was me and my three friends and then Tyler and his family, like his family was taking us. Me and my two friends, we check we check in to the flight his tyler's family goes to check in right after us they're like sorry overbooked you can't go so we just flew without them and we're there Shut for, the yeah. fuck up. so they didn't come you to were the going next day. on vacation with his family yeah and we checked in a minute before them just at a different like kiosk and they didn't they were like overbooked sorry you're fucked and they had to fly the next day we were there for a full day without them in high school yeah and they like rented the place so it was like you guys got the place to yourselves for we were in separate villa it was like a villa thing we we're like separate from them already but and you guys weren't with your families. Like no, Tyler we were, brought you as his friends yes. to come with his family on a family vacation. That's yeah. fucking hysterical. So they missed one day of their vacation, and because they ch- went to check into the flight, not even a minute after us. Oh, that's so. I was like, funny. yeah, I've witnessed it happen. So, um, right. should we move to stories? You don't want to get to any of your things. I mean, I feel like we're at a good time. I could save my things for next episode. You think? Okay. Yeah. All right. We just broke the fourth wall a little bit there for you guys, yeah. but just so you know. My shit, yeah. It'll I'll work probably cut a little bit of the soccer stuff, but it'll yeah. work next right, episode. It'll work. All right. So the first story we have is Shikari Richards. I feel like this is going to be a good. I feel is like you're, sh- you're going to disagree with me so hard. I can't wait. Is it Shikari? Shikari. Okay. I think. Shikari. I didn't Richardson. actually listen to anyone say her name. Oh really? Yeah. So I wasn't sure if it was Shikari. No, Shikari for sure. Shikari. She was a sprinter. Won the 100 meters. She 
uh, was to qualify for the Olympics, and then she tested positive for marijuana. She didn't just win the 100. She She's the fastest people. woman in the world. She dusted people. She like, set the world point, record. Doing like the Usain Bolt, pointing at people. She was sick. I also kind of think she's hot. Yeah, so do I. Her, her hair is sick. I was into her. I and she got, she didn't get suspended from the Olympic team, but she got suspended for one month, which is going to make her miss yeah. the Olympics. Yeah. So she's, yeah, she's suspended for a month for testing positive for weed and then just weed. Yeah. But then that, all right. So she, that would make her miss the 100 meter, like, uh, Dash. Dash. But she would have been able to come back in time for the 100 meter relays, relays. But the US Olympic team didn't bring her on, which people were getting mad at and saying that's bullshit. But I heard people saying that's because part of the suspension is she can't literally be there with the team the entire time. And apparently, the relays, there's a lot of technique and practice with handing the, hand the baton off, off. Yeah. so they were saying because she can't practice with the team in the lead up to it they, that's why they didn't want her there so like that makes sense to me but we'll, all right what are your thoughts on her getting a one month suspension for that i mean i think it's ridiculous and i think you knew that i would think that yeah and i can't believe i'm honestly actually stunned this whole time i've been sitting here trying to listen to what you're saying and i can't because i'm stunned that you feel the opposite way of that no so, all right here's my take on it i don't I think the rule is bullshit. It's not a performance enhancing drug. Like it's just irrelevant to anything. They shouldn't even test for it. Who cares? It's a bullshit rule should get changed. I have a feeling there's a chance it could get changed. I think one thing people don't keep in mind is the fact that everyone's looking at it through the lens of in the United States, weed is getting legalized all over the place, but in other countries it's, it'd be like, you might as well be doing meth. So did you watch any of the, any of Dave yet? No, I haven't yet. Don't spoil it for me because I fucking love that show. First episode, that's like a a theme. Okay. So, yeah. So, like, I think that's one thing people are forgetting is that in other countries, they don't view weed the same. So, but again, I still agree it's bullshit and the rules should get changed. But at the end of the day, she knew what the rule was. And while I think it's bullshit and I think it shouldn't be a rule and she should be allowed to run. And again, I thought she was sick and she would have killed everyone. I don't feel sorry for her in the sense that I don't I she knew what the rule was and like you can't just be like the rule doesn't matter anymore because then there should be then the rules don't exist at the end of the day whether it's bullshit or not it's a rule and just don't smoke like how confident are you about that though because that I think because I don't know I don't know but I'd be I'd be they said she had high enough levels that she must have smoked like the day before. Well, she said, I think she came out, and made a statement that because her, so part of the Someone story passed went, away, right? Her, her mother passed away. So I think that was like, and then she's, so that was part of like the story of her qualifying and killing everyone was that, you know, her mother just passed away and then she had such a good performance. And then she made a statement that she was doing it to cope over the loss of her mother, which like I do, like, I mean, obviously you got to like sympathize with that situation. Empathize or sympathize? I never know what the right word is to use in that situation. Empathize? Empathize? The The difference is really slim. Keep yeah. giving. I'm going to actually uh, look up the difference. So I, I'll use empathize for now. I empathize with that situation, obviously, because that's very sad. But it's if I if when people apply to jobs, they'll test you. They'll drug test you. And if you test positive for weed, you'd fail. So if you're someone who smokes weed and you're applying for a job, that you know, you get drug tested. People then they don't smoke the weed. So they pass a drug test like. It's the same situation. Like she knew what the rule is, like whether it's stupid or not, like for a job, smoking weed outside of your job is irrelevant to your performance. But if that's what you need to do to get the job, you 
don't smoke weed. Like this is you're n- you're not wrong. Yeah, you're just, not wrong. I just think both rules are dumb. Yeah, no, but you're yeah, not. No, that's what I'm saying. I agree. The rule is stupid. But for people to then be like, they should let her still run anyway. Like, no, they yeah, shouldn't. You can't pick and choose. You can't. You can't. Unless change. LeBron James is involved, you can't just <laughs> change the rules for you, them. You can't. You can't change the rules just because it's like, oh well, I broke the rules. But the rules bullshit. Like. Yeah, the rules bullshit, but then you should have changed it before. Like you can't change it after the fact and like retroactively let you like it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I that's how I feel. Like I think it's bullshit and she it's irrelevant and it's not a big deal. She smokes weed. She should be able to run like the rule shouldn't be a thing, but the rule existed. She knew the rule. So I can't feel bad for her regardless of the reason, because all you did, you've been preparing for this for probably so long. All you do is not smoke weed right before the run. Like yeah. Right, right. 30 days. You yeah. Give yourself 30 days. That's it. I've had some of the biggest potheads I know have been able to quit right. weed for 30 days. Exactly. To get a That's job. what I'm saying. Like other pe- people <laughs> do that shit all the time. Like, and this is for the Olympics. It just don't smoke. Like, I don't know. I, I feel bad, but also in like, a way I don't, I don't understand how you don't like she had to have known. Right. That's why I feel there's no way she didn't know there was a rule. So I don't understand how she's not doing something like even, you know, I feel like even the Olympic team themselves, like she's such a good story that they wouldn't want to like NBC, the Olympic team, everyone wouldn't want to like drown out that story. If you knew you were going to test positive, all you have to do is tell someone. And I feel like they'd bury that result. I'm sure she was probably trying to do something to not fail it. Maybe it's just like, it's just absolute BS that it's a, a rule yeah, at it's, all. It's, it's, Even when NFL players test positive for pot and then they get suspended for like six months, I'm like, what the fuck? If the if the athletes are doing heroin, I think it's irrelevant. Like it's not it it doesn't improve your performance at all. So who gives a shit? Like it doesn't matter. But I guess maybe the question is like, where do we draw that line? But I guess they're already making that distinction. Yeah, if you, if it has a performance enhancing benefit, like I could understand. Like, are you going to say like crack or cocaine? No, I would say it's an amphetamine. So that has a performance enhancing element to it. You probably wouldn't use cocaine for a race, but like you could use Adderall and Adderall is an amphetamine. So I can understand like banning amphetamines fine, but like weed is not weed arguably is going to make you worse. (laughs) That's what everyone was saying, except for my fucking. All right, real quick. Sympathy versus empathy. Okay. Uh, So sympathy is when you share the feelings of another person. Okay. So like you tell me, you know, a really sad story about your TV and, and you're like, feel the same thing happened to me. Really? No, I uh, just feel bad for you as if like, you know, if that happened to me, I would feel the exact same way. Okay. Empathy is when you understand the feelings of another person. But you're but not you feeling Don't it. actually share them. Okay. So that'd be if I was like, oh man, like I really understand how shitty you feel that you broke your TV. But if I broke my TV, I probably wouldn't care. <laughs> okay. But like, I understand why you care about it. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That yeah. makes sense. So now, with that being said, do you think you were empathetic or sympathetic? Empathetic. Okay, so you actually, if you uh, won the 100-meter Olympic trial race and then you got caught for smoking weed, you'd feel the same way she does? No, no. I was saying, I emp- like, I empathize with, I would, I understand her saying, like, because she, she's, uh, to the point of her oh, saying, because yeah, right. her, right. her mother passed away. So I was like, I understand, but like, I wouldn't smoke weed because of that, given the scenario. Yeah. Yeah. I've never smoked weed in that way. Like in the way of to deal with something shitty happening. Yeah. But I also like personally, I've never, I I hate criticizing more of like, I use alcohol. I feel like more so if something shitty happens, I'm not like, I need a joint. I need a fucking shot. Yeah. I feel bad. Like 
I don't know. Because the way she said that, too, made it sound like she was trying to be like, oh, I don't usually smoke. I'm going to be quite honest. Smoke because of that reason. Like, I don't believe that. I don't know Shikari. Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't know Shikari Richardson personally. But if you are going to smoke two days or you probably less smoke all time, which is fine. There's a 100 meter sprint Olympic trials race. You're a pothead girl. Yeah. And it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I don't judge her for that at all, but like just don't smoke right before the Olympics just so you can qualify. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, so you know how, you know, my feelings and my thoughts about Emmanuel Acho, right? Yes. Remember him? He's yeah. the, if you guys don't remember him, he's the bachelor guy and he does the uncomfortable conversations with a black man. I don't, we don't have the book out here. It's around here somewhere. And I love him and all that. And I've always said, I love when I form an opinion that I'm confident in and I continue forward with it that I feel like is an uncomfortable opinion. But like when I listen to this guy talk about sports, I can't fucking stand him. And I still to this day can't love him, loved him on The Bachelor, love him in his uncomfortable, love him on everything that's not sports related. When this motherfucker talks sports, I want to blow my brains out. he was initially a sports out. guy. That's, he was an he's, NFL player. <laughs> yeah, he was an NFL player and he's like a sports guy full time. He says... Legalizing weed in track and field competition is all good if you're, he tweeted this. Okay. If you're running in a straight line, legalizing weed in track and field competition is terribly dangerous if you're throwing the javelin. Where do we draw the line? Question mark. Just relax, dude. <laughs> so re- do less. <laughs> fucking lax. Do yeah. less. All of the fucking cliche phrase. Like, what do you, nobody is throwing a javelin and all of a sudden like aiming at the audience because they're high. <laughs> like, yeah, like you're There's kind a big of wide open fucking field that you're throwing. Like javelin injuries have never been an issue. And when you're high, they're also not going to be an you, issue. You face the wrong direction. Just launch into the crowd. <laughs> you're like, fuck, sorry. I smoked a joint. I like, <laughs> no. Uh, I thought that was the field. Back to the commercial with the fucking shotgun. Like, oh, I'm high. Look at this gun. But <laughs> no, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's a track and field competition. Yeah. Like, oh no, I didn't know my mom was right there. Like, <laughs> dude, that actually is really funny. Yeah. You yeah. fucking you literally get to go you go to throw the javelin, you just turn around and you stab yourself in the stomach and you're <laughs> like, oh. That's clearly somebody who's never smoked weed before in their life. Exactly. That's very funny. So fuck you, Emmanuel Acho. Continue to go fuck yourself. Are we good with this? Because I could all right. Can we do the McGregor fight for next? Yeah, and sure. NCAA? For sure. All right. So McGregor fight next because something similar to that. After the McGregor fight, ESPN keeps doing this, dude. I'm going to, I keep, it makes me so mad. And every, I, other people I was with shared this opinion last night. They, because ESPN has, they just recently brought on the UFC and ESPN used to put on boxing a lot. So they have a lot of boxing analysts. So for some reason, after UFC events, they'll put Max Kellerman and Teddy Atlas like talking about the fight bro they have no fucking clue what they're talking about and it is the most cringe thing i've ever watched so like the mcgregor fight ends Does that not describe everything espn does though it's it's but it's so glaringly obvious how stupid these two are and like teddy atlas you could see him he can he can barely speak talking about things he knows about so then he's (laughs) trying to talk about ufc and you you can tell he's like trying to think of like something that might make sense to say while he's mid-sentence like, he has no clue what's going on. It was horrible. Like, <laughs> get those the f- people the fuck off this TV. They're so bad. They're not... M- it's not hard. Just put an MMA guy on. Who's Why are you your, putting a boxing guy? Who's your go-to? M- are you like an Ariel Helwani guy? I like, he gets He's good the interviews. big contra- controversial guy in the space, right? Dana White hates him. That's why. 
Dana White hates him. Dana White hates his guts. Like, well, openly. That's why I love Dana White, though, that he does shit like that. But he'll just be like, yeah, fuck you. But I fucking, I love, uh, we've talked about, maybe not on the show, maybe just in pride, but we talked about how much we both love Robbie from Barstool. Robbie Fox, yeah. I like Robbie Fox. I like Ariel. The question he asked at the uh, press conference. I forget, but I, I he did just basically it. hyped up Connor because yeah. he's such a Connor fanboy. Yeah. Um, all right. So then the actual fight, I was very upset. I'm a big McGregor fan. I don't know if I've said that on the show, but I'm, I've been historically a huge McGregor fan. Did I think you, I wanted to retire. He was going to lose, right? Anyway, I don't know because it was one round. I mean, but he, he was doing good at first, standing up, and then there he made a mistake because. He's Dustin's, obviously Dustin's a big ground guy. Dustin's right? much better on the ground, and he was kind of Connor was in a bad spot, so he tried to he tried to get him in a guillotine, but he tried to go to his back. So like sometimes guys will do that, but if you so you basically get them in the headlock, their head slips and out. Back, so he slips out. Now you're on your back. Yeah, and you're yeah screwed. Yeah. So he did that and screwed himself, but he basically made it out of the first round, and then the second round they're going to start standing up. So he has it. I thought he still would have had it. Like he was probably lost that round but i don't think he was definitely so gonna did lose he, yet you watched you actually watched it live yeah. right did he roll his foot over like that like right at the end of the round yeah like 10 seconds before the round ended so oh. if you didn't watch it or see it he connor and connor and dustin both threw a punch at each other and they both kind of missed and then when connor stepped back he rolled his ankle like me in the mountains rolling their ankle except he snapped his tibia yeah, like you could see it live on TV. It was yeah, pretty it was fucking gross. really gross. But and then I love the interview he did, just sitting. Dude, on Joe the, Rogan on is the so mat. electric. Just going to sit next to him with a broken leg to do. He, dude, Joe Rogan's the best. That's why he's the best. Because other people would be like, Nah, he's got a broken leg. I'm not going to do it. Joe Rogan's like, Fuck it, I'm going to sit next to him. And then did he? Uh, the trash talk is continuing. Yeah. So there was the second time they fought. So Connor beat Dustin Poirier like years ago, early in both of their careers. Then the with two- cornrows that we somehow never canceled him for. Isn't I don't know if they were technically it, they're braids. I don't know if those are cornrows. Bro, Maybe. they were cornrows. Maybe. Conor McGregor went through a period of time where he would fight with cornrows in his hair, and I can't believe is he just like Well no, UFC guys do like cause when you're fighting, I think that's okay. Cause like Sean O'Malley did that too. He has a big crazy afro. I think that's they just do it when they're fighting. So I feel like your Sean O'Malley. Probably got a little bit of. I said that too. He's from Montana. Isn't that crazy? What? Isn't that like the craziest thing ever? Or it's, it's not, it's not Sean. Montana. It's uh, Shane. Sh- no, Sean. Sugar Shane O'Malley, I thought. Sugar Sean? Sugar Shane O'Malley. Shane, yeah. Sugar yeah, Shane. Yeah, Shane. Okay. Which that fight also, real quick, was crazy. Is that. Did we, there did was, we talk about Sugar this? Shane fought on this card? Yeah, well, we didn't talk about that. Oh. He. So he fought earlier on this card. He was supposed to fight this dude who he had a staph infection and something happened. He had to drop out a week before the fight. And a lot of times the UFC tries to have someone as like basically on standby who can make weight to replace someone if they're out. Yeah. And they didn't been, have they're like in shape. They didn't have anyone for that fight. So they basically pulled a guy off the street who is a professional fighter, but wasn't he's not in the UFC. So they signed him just to do this fight. This guy, n- not at the skill level, just getting absolutely rocked. They said that. <laughs> Uh, Shane O'Malley had the most significant strikes in a single round ever in UFC history. And it was like, (laughs) but this guy never stopped. It was crazy. He was getting his shit rocked. He would just stand there and was walking him forward, keep getting punched in the face repeatedly and nothing would happen. We just keep coming forward. He was Dana White said he was a zombie. And Joe Rogan said during the fight, his face looks like roadkill. His face was just mangled and he wasn't doing anything. But this O'Malley was killing him nonstop, and he would just keep walking him down. Never stop coming forward. It was for he three just rounds. Walking into punches, craziest thing I ever saw. <laughs> just an, my friend, my friend Will said he had an iron face, and it was so true. It was crazy. But 
The McGregor fight, yeah, I I think I want him to retire. It's yeah, sad. I want him to retire for my wallet because every time he fights, I bet on him because of how much I love him as a human. I, I I love him too, but I didn't bet on him because in the pre-fight press conference a couple days ago, I watched it live and I knew he didn't have it. Yeah, he's faking it. Like, is he? Did you see? There was a video I saw of him on Twitter today where. He was like on the beach getting served by a waiter, lighting up a joint. I didn't see that, no. I'm not sure if it happened. I think it might have happened after the fight. And it was almost like Connor saying like, I'm good. I, don't I care. just do these yeah. for fucking money. Like, yeah. I forget exactly what the caption said, but. But so I, I kind of stopped myself earlier. The second time they fought earlier this year, Dustin and Connor were being very nice to each other, even though Connor historically talks a lot of shit before fights. Connor lost. And then they ended up talking shit to each other because Connor had pledged to donate a lot of money to Dustin Poirier's charity. But then there was some kind of delay in the donation. And then Dustin called him out on Twitter. And then now then they started talking shit. Now they hate each other again. And Connor was, and I, I think Poirier's wife tried to DM him at some point. So then Connor keeps saying your wife's in my DM. Your wife's in me DMs. I can't you do know, it. Yeah, Irish accent, but. You know what I said? That could have been from fur fucking ever ago. That could have been yeah. about like the, foundation and him donating or something and he just never accepted it right like if you watch like the little video where he goes and says like your wife's actually in my dms you can't see how long ago she tried to dm him yeah i'm not i don't remember like i don't recall if there was a date on it or anything but and dustin i'm a big connor guy so i wish i was team connor on this but like dustin handled the entire thing like the best you possibly could yeah, Someone saying your wife's in their DMs to just not get pissed off about it. That's what makes me think that his wife wasn't realistically like in Connor's DMs because it doesn't seem like he didn't give a fuck. In the post fight press conference, though, I thought he was being kind of a baby because he was saying he was like, I, which I agree with this take. He was saying, I don't care about him talking about my wife because I know that's just bullshit. But he was getting really upset because he said Connor kept saying he was going to murder him and kill him. And he's like, that's don't you don't talk about that. It's like fucking relax dude you're fighting wait you, you don't you. you don't say like you're gonna murder someone yeah that's what he's like, complaining that's, like, about that's mean yeah he, it's yeah, like dude get relax. the fuck out yeah, of here relax. never mind you're yeah you're literally beating the shit out of each other if someone says they're gonna put you in a casket or put but connor told him he's gonna put him in a stretcher and then he left in the stretcher yeah that was a really funny tweet yeah. i saw it was like that's crazy yeah it was like a old takes exposed yeah it's like conor mcgregor i'm gonna put dustin in a stretcher and then the next picture was conor mcgregor leaving in a stretcher I, it's a beneficial way for him to lose in the sense that he can just say oh i broke my leg that's why i lost even though it was not trending in the right direction it seems like a good thing to retire from i yeah i really it's just because if he makes a whole comeback thing and just loses again it's gonna be sad you know who he needs to it. fight if he wants to go out on a w yeah Cowboy Cerrone. Dude, cow he just gets he's, paid to lose. <laughs> he's literally Connor's punching bag. Yeah. He's everyone's punching bag now. He he's a legend, but in the last I think he's lost the last five fights in a row. And he keeps <laughs> making a lot of money and he keeps fighting and he just keeps losing and no one cares. It's or like, fucking uh Jake Paul. I could see him doing he needs Jake to go Paul, out and beat the shit out of Jake Paul, and that'll be a good way for him nah, to go down. I don't want him to do that too. Cause I was saying Because you like Jake Paul too much. I love Jake Paul, but I actually I, I would want Connor to fight this is weird. I want Connor to fight Jake Paul if he's at the top. If Jake's at the top. No, if Connor's at the top. Connor's never gonna be at the top again. I know. That's why I'm saying you shouldn't fight him. Because oh. I cause my thing is if he now fights Jake Paul, it comes off as He's got nothing left. He knows it's over. Okay, let me get one more money thing. Whereas if he's at the top, it's kind of like, sure, I'll kick this kid's ass for fun. 
and make money off of it. You know what I mean? Like if you're doing, then Jake would never take it if Connor was actually the top. I think he still would because it's the money would be crazy. Like it just it looks like a desperate last attempt for money now if Connor does that. Whereas otherwise it would be like it's for money, but it's not of desperation. But I would say the nice thing about Connor is he's always said, I, I I do all of this just to get paid. He's kind of always been like very straight up about that. There was a quote I think from this weekend that was sick. That was like, uh, it was something about making the bit or like being like, how do you build a business? And he's like, I am the fucking business or something like that. That is sick. Yeah. It's like the breaking bad. I'm the one who knocks. Yeah, exactly. One of my favorite quotes. I am Eisenberg. So, uh, yeah. And sad. NCA, uh, NCA got found by the Supreme Court. Do you know the details? I don't of think this? they found it. I think Supreme Court said it's unconstitutional that the NCAA. I don't know if they. I don't know. If, did they rule that? I I just read that the a lot of states it were was, challenging. Not only did they rule that. it, I think it was unanimous. Oh really? Like all of the Supreme Court justices were like, the NCAA is the most corrupt shit that we've ever looked into in our entire lives of being hmm. on the Supreme Court, and it is illegal to not let students make money off their name and likeness yeah maybe i thought it was just trending in that direction and they just saw the writing on the wall so they said fuck this let's just do it so we don't have to deal with the problem no this was this was for sure a supreme court thing okay so uh so either way the ncaa relaxed their rules where previously college athletes couldn't use their name image and likeness to make money now they can and then now all these companies are throwing endorsement deals at college athletes yeah and you know what i love uh reggie bush tweeted because Reggie Bush got his Heisman taken away and a bunch of wins yeah. because he got money for signing autographs, I think. And he was like, well, 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 what do we have? <laughs> he like tweeted some shit like that out. And I love it. I also think like, I can't wait for how I'm, I'm all right. This might be a crazy take. Okay. I think the entire NCAA is going to go down within the next couple of years and it's going to be replaced by a different organization. Why? Because I think they're going to get sued big time for like like from people in the past who got shafted imagine how much money yeah Jameis winston johnny manzel all these guys who kind of end up being nfl bust like they could oh so you're saying like i could have made this much yeah i could see that like they were like i was the big like Jameis winston tim tebow uh johnny manzel they literally if they were able to legally make money when they were in college they would have been millionaires and now that because that the whole fact that it's a supreme court thing where they said this is unconstitutional means that those guys in the past can now say like i got fucked right the entire time i was in college i could have been making x dollars and now they could sue them for like damages i wonder how that would yeah, I wonder how that would play out. But I could see that actually. And Not I think that I'm a lawyer, it's but all coming. It's all going to come down be around six, them. NCAA sucks, so I hope so. But and, and then it'll get, just get replaced by some company that's like really chill with people making money and yeah. it's built in a new way. My take on it was I was thinking more. I mean, I think a lot of people are looking at this a lot from the endorsement standpoint of it. But I think one athletes now it's just you can make money like if you're just famous online like there was a fam- there was a famous story not too long ago about that kicker who's a kicker who make trick shot youtube videos and then was also a college kicker and he was making he could have made a lot of money from his youtube but the ncaa was like well that's illegal you can't play so he quit to keep making his youtube videos so i think a lot of people are going to start doing more things like that like i could see it being more like freelance entrepreneurial than like everyone's getting now endorsement deals from nike and shit but at the same time i was also thinking maybe 
I could see it kind of becoming like the rec, like the music industry and record labels. That's exactly what it's going to become. Because like like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, like all these big companies are now going to have bidding wars where it's like, because what record labels do, right? They throw out record deals to so many young emerging artists. And they knowing, just need one to hit. Yeah. Knowing they're going to take an L and a lot, like they're going to lose money on a lot of them. But if we get like, if we hit on a Drake, we're fucking set. So I wonder how much money like Nike's going to throw out at all these young athletes that end up being busts, but maybe they hit on like. But do you think, so like, do you know some of the negative sides of this? Because like both of us seem like we're kind of big time in the, they should be able to get paid for this sort yeah. of camp, right? Yeah. The negative sides of this are that those small schools are just going to get further and further away from the bigger schools as far as like being good because all the players are just going to imagine if you are a player at Alabama. I don't think so. I actually disagree with this. Why? Because I think they were already getting paid anyway. I think the people at Alabama are already making money anyway. Like I, I don't think probably people in Alabama, like if someone from Alabama, they were, so say you're a donor from a Alabama and you were giving a player money. How much do you think they're giving them? Like $10,000, $20,000, right? Let's just say, hypothetically speaking, you think now that it's legal, they're going to give them like a million dollars. Like they'll probably still give them around the same amount. Like, I don't think it really changes that the money that was exchanging hands with those big schools. Yeah. Well, for the big sports, it will. For the smaller sports, probably no. Probably not. But for like football, like if you're like the Alabama starting quarterback, you could probably make a million dollars to go do like a deal for the local car dealership. Yeah, it's going to be sick for those guys. Seriously. Because, dude, think about, wait, think about how many girls those guys get. And now think about you're the star quarterback and you're a millionaire. And you're college. a millionaire while you're in college. That's yes. sick, dude. Holy shit, I didn't even think about that. JJ Reddick tweeted and he was like, the amount of money I would have spent on Lacoste polos and natty, <laughs> and natty lights if I was able to make money off my NIL. But you know what would suck, though? An aspect of that that would suck is that everyone would be looking at you to pay for everything. Yes. With all, all your friends are broke, and then you're a millionaire But you know, the nice part about that would be, you would. You would just pay for everything. You'd be the fucking man. You'd be like, that's the best friend I've ever had. Yeah, but then you look back on it and be like, well, then I end up being a bust, and now I'm not making money. <laughs> I say that. <laughs> that would be sick, though, Dan. Being in college and being a millionaire like that would be crazy. So I had a big question for you. Do you think you and I, as former college athletes, could maybe jump on this class action lawsuit that's going to come out? We could have made money on our name, image, 10, and likeness in Gettysburg. I could have made 10, 20 bucks for Guarantee sure. Guarantee you, if I was allowed to and the NCAA would have let me, I could have went into town and found some places that would... You know, actually doesn't make sense, though. It, if you're playing Division Three football like we were, and say I was like YouTube famous, if I was making money on my YouTube, you think they'd kick me off the team? I don't believe that. They, they probably wouldn't because they wouldn't care to know right. that about you. But yes, they absolutely could. That'd be crazy. You have the same exact rules that the Division One guys. I did. know that's what I'm saying, but like I would be shocked if they actually acted on it at that low of a level. They probably, yeah, they probably would. Don't have. give enough of a shit to figure that out. But I'm saying, imagine if I had like a, um, like a fucking pizza house. I got like a pizza house patch sponsorship sewed, sewed onto my jersey when I was playing football. <laughs> And like all over my jersey, I just had patches from all the local businesses and just made like 50 bucks from each business per game. I have a, that would be sick. <laughs> I, I have a confession though. This is Gettysburg specific. I'm anti pizza house. Everyone is, aren't they? Because they, it burned my mouth really bad one time and I was like, fuck this place. I'm never going back. Pizza house is the place for everyone who's not Gettysburg to also get a, like to understand. Pizza house is just the place you go to freshman year because it's, it's the right closest. next to the dorms. Yeah. There's because the dorms it's aren't anything the else. Closest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only reason you go there is because it's the closest when like literally you walk in 
And like you watch the chef spill a little bit of crack on your pizza and you're like, well, I'm not going to eat that slice. <laughs> yeah, just, just I'm going to give that one. slice seven, to seven slices. the kid who lives right next door to me who I don't really like, but we're just <laughs> friends because he lives next door to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next one here. Drake Dodgers date. Uh, this is your story. Yeah, it's basically, it's just, we'll do this quick, but Drake took, he, everyone was making a big deal about him and Michael B. Jordan were at LeBron James's son's ba- oh, AAU basketball whoa, whoa, game. Whoa, back up. Bronny you are James. throwing out Bronny James. The mo- like if you this is a uh, what's that thing? The game where you put blanks. Where- Mad Libs. Yes, this is a Mad Libs of famous people shit. Yeah. Drake and Michael B. Jordan at LeBron James's son's basketball game. Yes, and Drake and Michael B. Jordan were there. Everyone made a big deal about it, but then Drake later took out one of. Bronny James's teammates' mothers, so one of the players' mothers, on a date, took her on a date in Dodger Stadium. Drake rented out Dodger Stadium, so someone someone was flying a what? drone over Dodger Stadium and got a video of Drake sitting at like a fancy dinner table with this woman, and then there was in the wait 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 uh, wait, wait in the field. Yes, shut the fuck up. Yeah, and then there was a there was a a waiter like a, a, he was a butler like with the napkin over and everything, just standing there at attention like he's a, a British soldier or whatever. My only take of it is everyone's like, oh my god, Drake running out Dodger Stadium. That's crazy. I think it's weirder that someone was able to get drone footage of this. It just was creepy as shit. It's also let's not let your that is weird. But let's not let that outshine how fucking crazy it is that Drake rented out. You know what it makes me think of? You ever see the Adam Sandler movie, Mr. Deeds? Yes. There's a scene in that movie, I think, where he's like in Madison Square Garden or something and the place is empty. I don't remember. I haven't seen that movie. He's with the news reporter girl. And then all of a sudden on the big screen, that's when the news reporter girl that he's with gets blown up for being a news reporter. If you guys know the movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. But that's what it reminds me of. Imagine like on the fucking big screen, Drake has some fucking big thing planned. It's like movie night. It's like a drive-in movie, but it's at Dodger Stadium. Have you seen pictures of this chick? Yeah, she's hot. Thick. She's thick. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Thick. Yes. she's. (laughs) Or you put the emphasis in the TH. I like to put it in the C. So she's thick. If if people were making fun of the- Kim Kardashian- had a bigger butt. Yeah. 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 If Kim Kardashian was curvier, yes. it'd be this woman. But people were making fun of the kid, like, oh my God, Drake's getting with your mom. Dude, I'd be pumped. Are you fucking kidding me? I'd be like, let's dude, go, dude. Drake, also, Drake's my dad. If Drake's like, getting daddy? you start calling him dad. <laughs> if Drake's getting if Drake's getting with your mom, like your mom has gotten with other yes. B-list celebrities <laughs> yeah, yeah, way yeah. before Drake. Yeah, that's not your mom's your first mom's, rodeo. Your mom's been fucking rappers and Actors for, for years. a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that would be a, a, an awkward conversation to have with your mother. Like, wait, who else have you been with? You know, this is actually funny. If Every I'm- time you go over to your dad's house, he's like hooking up with your math teacher, <laughs> and your mom is fucking getting Drake. Your, your mom's taking her Dodger Stadium. <laughs> you know who? You know what happened when I was on my trip, which was funny. We were at a Mexican restaurant in the middle of Pinedale, Wyoming, and. This family was next to us, like so. Pinedale, Wyoming. Wyoming, one of the best places to get Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, a good Mexican out west. Surprising, I'm not kidding. And and the restaurant was good. We're sitting there, and there's a family next to us, so Wyoming, so Wyoming. This family and this girl is she's maybe seven, eight, like that kind of age range. And she just looks at her parents. She goes, "Have y'all banged?" Like just out loud. And the dad's like. Stop. What? How would you answer that if your kid asked you that? 
I would say yes. And be like, how do you think you got? I'm going to be stupid? very. I'm going to be very open sexually with my children. That like, the, uh, way, the way you said that kids, sounds kind of weird. Kids, <laughs> your mother and I, we're going to go to the bedroom to, uh, you know what? So don't come in. We don't want to scar you for life. I would have made fun of my daughter. If she asked me that, I'd be like, you clearly don't know what you're talking about then, stupid. Like, shut up. Because you wouldn't be here. How do you think you <laughs> yeah. got here? Yeah. I just thought that was a... She's like, have y'all... And with a, such a Wyoming accent, have y'all banged before? Like, Maybe she was really asking loud. if she was adopted. Maybe. What In if a she different was? way. <laughs> that would have been an answer. <laughs> no, you're adopted. Yeah. That would have been a good answer. Actually, no, we haven't. Yeah. Your father, um, he's impotent. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, and then last thing, Tyler the Creator's album came out. It's the best album ever. He's going to win another Grammy. He's the best. I love him. I've listened to it a million times, and it's so good. You should listen to it. It's called Call Me If You Get Lost, and it's really good. Okay. All right. Back up. I'm wearing his shoes. Do we actually Do we actually think the album yes. is yes. is that good, or you're just- No, it is, and it's that's everyone's opinion of it online for sure. Really? Yes. Resounding positive. You don't, you don't think at all maybe you get your opinions through like a- no, I, through a looking glass of Tyler the Creator fandom. No, I've seen a lot of people I follow who aren't like related to him tweeting about how it's amazing. It's and all it got reviewed like the critically reviewed very well. So he's um he's an interesting guy. He's that's the best. all I can say about it. He's the best. You should I thought to so, it. I thought it was good. Um, he's just a little too hard for me. He goes a little too hard. No, I need him to be a little bit catchier. Like he's so out there and he's so like abstract that I feel like none of his songs have a hook. No, they do. What do you mean? You don't listen to him then. You don't talk about You I don't listen know what to you're this, talking about. I listen to this whole album. What do you mean? There's no hooks. The whole thing has choruses. I don't think really like nothing I could. I listened to the whole album one time through. All right. One time. Top to All bottom. Right, you, you know what I'll say happens to me though? His last two albums, the same thing happened. The first time I listened to it, I didn't, I wasn't loving no, it too much and I felt a little disappointed and then I'll just do it again. I'm like, this is amazing. What's the one where he looks like Frankenstein on the cover? Looks like Frankenstein. Yeah. Not Frankenstein, but like Goblin. There was the one where he's like, looks scary. No, he has like a, it's like a pink cover and it's just oh, like him. Oh, Igor, Igor, Igor. Igor, yeah. And I think he's trying to look like Frankenstein in that picture. He's not, but okay. Okay. I can see what you're saying, but he's not. Um, okay. That album I listened to for the first time and I knew it was a banger right away. Really? See that one? The first. That's album? the one with you make my earthquake. Yeah, yeah. Like that song's unreal. It's amazing. That when I first heard that album, I wasn't loving it. That's actually what's funny is how I'm crazy obsessed with him. But the first time I ever heard him, I didn't like him either. So I know I know that about me for some reason. The first time I listened to a lot of his music, I think my expectations are too high. Is it weird that I think his voice is too deep for me to like him as a rapper? I feel like I usually like rappers who have less of a deep voice better. Really? That's surprising. I feel like rapping having a deeper voice would be better. I guess so, but I feel like it's almost old school. Maybe. Like old school rap yeah, was all deep true. voice guys. Yeah, and then as it got, as like yeah. Eminem came along and then Chance the Rapper came along and it was like, got like That's higher. It. That's a history of hip hop. <laughs> it goes from NWA to Eminem to Chance the Rapper. <laughs> That's hip hop history 101. You get it. You get it. All right. Let's. Uh, from the audience, wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Okay, so uh, we have a couple questions from the audience. We posted an Instagram story. If you guys don't follow us on Instagram, we post them every week before we record. Uh, All right, we've done it a couple times. <laughs> the last week. three weeks. Have we? Well, you've been doing it, I guess. So yeah, sure. Well, and also sometimes it doesn't, um, Some like the last two weeks we've done two in a row, so yeah. we can't always do it. But 
at men with Mike's pod at men with Mike's pod on Instagram. Follow us. So you guys can get involved in the conversation. We love having you guys write shit in for us to talk about. So first one we have here is from my boy, Ian, who is one celebrity you would want to have on the podcast? Tyler, the creator, Tyler, the creator that easy. Yeah. Duh. I, I don't, do you think Tyler, the creator would be too weird? It would go off the rails like crazy. You'd have to just wherever it goes, it goes. So I think mine would be, and I'm trying to think of like a, a better, less cliche, let's say answer than this, but I think mine would probably be Seth Rogen. That's really just because I want to smoke weed with Seth Rogen. So I'd love to like have an episode of just smoking weed with Seth Rogen. I would die if I had to smoke weed with Seth Rogen. I would, I, I, it would be just you two by half, by like 10 minutes so, in, I think. <laughs> It's going to come up in my recommendation, so I'll, I'll save it, but I would, I fucking love Seth Rogen. I think he'd be so good on the podcast, but he's also like a little bit of a weirdo where I've yeah. listened to him on podcasts before, like podcasts I really like, and he's not that great of a guest. I could see that because I kind of seems like he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. I could see him being disinterested. Yeah. Yeah. He I seems a little, sure. that's why I wonder if Tyler would be like a little bit. No, I think he would just, you, you can't. He, if you were trying to make it like an interview and being serious, like it wouldn't go that way. It would be stupid. Yeah. Just, you have to know, like, this is going to be stupid. He's going to say random shit. He's a troll. Yeah. He's like a total troll. Yes. Like that's how you have to approach it for sure. Um, last supper. So this question actually, interestingly enough is similar to the celeb podcast question, at least in my mind is if you could pick anyone to anyone and the meal you're eating for your last dinner ever. Your last meal, you pick the person you're eating it with and the meal you're eating. Hmm. I would want to, I feel like I'd want to eat something with like a food person. That's an interesting take. I was trying to think of like a Gordon Ramsay or a Guy Fieri kind of thing. I was trying to think of who my person would be. Cause it wouldn't be like another one of like a celebrity that I want. Like it wouldn't, I, in my mind, it wouldn't be like a Seth Rogen sort of thing. I want someone who's going to appreciate it. Like if it's, if it's my last meal and I want to really appreciate it, I want to eat it with someone who would truly appreciate the meal also. Yeah. Also are we, we're, we're throwing out the idea of like family or yeah, friends. Celebrity. We're saying celebrity. We're saying like someone famous that we would have to choose. I'll say Gordon Ramsay and I'm going to have fuck I don't know I feel like saying steak is so cliche like I don't want to I don't know if I want that can I take a a fried food like sampler that'd be cool but an unlimited refill (laughs) like you want I don't want one fried food sampler I would like a fried food sampler like a Brazilian steakhouse of fried food they just keep bringing it out what's a Brazilian steak Brazilian steakhouse they just keep giving you steak over and over I've actually never been to one but I think that's how it works what's the name of the places where it's a little grill in the middle of the table what kind of place fuck those places dude I've always wanted to go no dude no I'm gonna go to a restaurant and pay and cook my own food no Oh, now you sound no. like the old man with the self-checkouts Wh- at grocery why, stores. Why am I going there? Oh, I have to check myself out. I'm back in my day. No, no, no. no. Because self-checkout, you can do it faster. I don't have to rely on this the other person to check me out fast. I could check myself out as fast as I possibly can and get the hell out of there, which is a benefit. If I'm going to cook for myself, I'm just going to cook at home. Why am I paying extra to cook myself at another place? 
That's a good point. I just always thought the whole idea of it is no. pretty cool. Have so you been to one? I brought a girl on a date there and I was like, we are not cooking our own food. She was with it though. She agreed with me on that. So like, I wasn't oh, you like, get I had a choice. Yeah. You could just order off the menu. Like, nah, cook my shit, dude. And that's exactly what we did. Got and she was about on the same page as me. So it wasn't an issue, but yeah, I've only been once. I forget what it's called, but it's a famous place. The one we went to it was years ago. And yeah, I was like, no, we are not cooking our own food. <laughs> like, I did not come here to do that. I feel like I would pick someone who like would be the most, who's the most interesting person you can think to talk to just interesting, like what they would say. I don't know. Tyler it, creators. Am I absolutely crazy to say like Dave Portnoy? That'd be fun. That'd be actually, that'd be a good time. I think that'd be a good guest to have at your last yeah. meal or even big cat. Yeah, either one. I actually but like I think those. I'd choose Big Cat because I actually want to know who the real Big Cat is. Where with like Dave, you know who he is. Dave, I feel like you know exactly. With Big Cat is putting on a little bit more of an act. Yeah, seems like he is a little bit of someone else behind the scenes. Yeah, that's actually I I like that answer. That's a good answer. And then for my meal, I think I would choose like a steak. Yeah, it's a bone and if it's going to be cooked yeah. perfectly, like I would yeah. I would really want a steak. Yeah. Or no, I already said appetizer. Appetizer well, platter is the move. I love fried food. If I could have unlimited, you keep bringing me back my mozzarella sticks. You know what I'm talking about? The thing, it's yeah. got like three mozzarella sticks. Three buffalo wings. Three buffalo wings. A couple of usually like fried pickles or zucchini fries. Zucchini fries. They do one times, of the yeah. other. Yeah. And the benefit of that is too, usually the danger of eating that is the next day you feel terrible. It's your last supper, so you don't have to worry about that. Exactly. Kill me now. Yes. I'd get to that kill me now point real quick. Yeah. So, all right. Um, last one, we had a listener email come in. Remember you can email us. It is at, or no, I keep saying men with, men with Mike's pod at gmail.com men with Mike's pod at gmail.com. Do you have the email pulled up? What is the question? Did Adam and Eve have belly buttons? Did Adam and Eve have belly buttons? We kind of discussed this before of why, why we had to understand why the, why it would be a question. You, and I yeah, realized it's because of the reason we have belly buttons is because of our umbilical cords. Right. So in theory, Adam and Eve did not, if in this scenario, they were real people who really existed, yeah. they wouldn't have had belly buttons because they were born from God. So I think the answer is no. No. And they're freak shows. And they're absolutely They were in the circus. Shows. They were the first people to ever be in the circus. Yes. <laughs> Dude. Adam and Eve invented the circus. I want to gross listeners or you out right now, but umbilical cords are fucking gross. My niece that was just born, I don't want to talk shit yeah. about her because she's- <laughs> She's only 14 days old. So I talk shit about her. But I'm gonna talk shit about her a little bit right now. And when I was holding her, we had to like be careful of her belly button because I guess it takes Yeah, it takes a while for it to fall for off. For it to fall, I wanted to vomit. Yeah, it's disgusting. My sister like changed her diaper and I was like, Ugh. Yeah, it's so gross. It's like babies are fucking Ugh. gross. Honestly, like come back to me when you could speak. Until you can speak, shut the like get the fuck away from Bro, me. Bro, I have a that's a sneak peek for next episode. I have a big time thought about babies where I'm the exact same way, I think I might just try and find out when babies start remembering things and then I'm just going to adopt a baby at that age so I don't have to deal with anything before that. Yeah, because they're not appreciating what you're doing for them. Nothing. Yeah, that's so true. I was holding my niece and I was like, for the first 10 minutes, I was like, oh, like, I love her so much. And don't get me wrong, this all being said, I do love her. But like I was looking in her eyes She'll and realizing she, she no has no on. fucking clue what's going on right yeah. now. She doesn't give a shit about you. Literally could not give less of a fuck. Yeah. She will not remember me for another two years at least. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Crazy. Um, so there, there's your answer. 
All right, let's do recommendations. I don't have one, but you go first. Recommendations. Um, I was going to recommend, yeah, I'm going to recommend the city of Saratoga or maybe it's Saratoga Springs. Have you ever been? It's in upstate New York. No. So there's a horse track there. That's kind of what it's known for. I think it was the first ever place in America that horses were raced. And I'm, I completely made that fact up. You looked at, <laughs> he looked at me with a face like, are you fucking sure about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty sure. Um, I made it up, but I'm pretty positive. Uh, it's a sick little city. It's where the wedding we went to for 4th of July weekend was. It's a dope, like there was a lot of little hippie spots. It's where I got the new headband that you're seeing and would go again, would recommend. We didn't even get a chance to do, I think they have actual like natural springs there. Have you ever done or been to one of these places? Nope. It's like a hot tub in the mountain. No, I wish. They're like natural hot springs. You like go and they have a bunch of little pools and they're warm from heat coming up from the earth's core. How sick is that? Sounds sick. Yeah. I'm in. So we never even went to them. I can't even imagine if we went to them. We just hung out in the town. But yeah, that's my recommendation. Saratoga, Saratoga Springs. What do you got for us on the mic, DJ? I don't know. I didn't. Did I tell you how I'm DJing a wedding in September? DJing? How? Just a friend asked me to DJ. Friend I haven't talked to in a long time. They were like going to ask me to officiate the wedding. And then they ended up asking someone else to officiate. But they were like, if you're still free, could you DJ the wedding? That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yo. (laughs) Wait, that's actually crazy. I didn't talk about it on this episode. This DJ at the wedding we went to on the 4th of July fucking tore it up really? he's putting together like his own remixes usually a wedding dj just plays the hits wants to keep things. yeah and you know how i knew he was a good dj yeah because someone we were with was like oh i want to hear this song i'm gonna go request it from the dj she goes up to request it she comes back she goes he just told me no and i was like that means we got a good fucking DJ. On. He was like, uh, I kind of have like a flow to what I'm doing. If I can work it in, I'll try. Yeah. And I was like, that means we got a great fucking DJ on our hands. If you start saying no to requests. Yeah, he knows he's got fire. Exactly. Up. He's like, um, I think I know what I'm fucking doing up here, but thank you. Shit. I don't have a. All right. I got a piece. So you better pick one quick. Um, That rake breaker from Jersey Girl Brewing ran right through me. All right. I'll do. New song by MRG, Kindness for Weakness. Kindness for Weakness. Have a little bit of fucking enthusiasm with it. It's a great song. It is. Is it? it. Yeah. Love you guys. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. How come my family only check up when they need some paper? How come my fake friends only check up when they need a favor? She used to curve me all the time, now she want me to save her. Now she can't get me out her mind, but I'm like, see you later. Hell nah, shit, I don't know what to tell ya. You take my kindness for weakness and I can tell, dog. Don't make me get disrespectful and raise hell, dog. Don't let me get disrespectful and have to check you. I seen tears of Georgia from my mama face when See her the baby boy's voice on the station. Fake niggas gon' hate this. They thought MRT was my initials, but it stand for the man reaching greatness. I told ya, if I said it, I meant it. If it cost my peace of mind, then that shit too expensive. Me and D-Wet, passing, passing bills like the Senate. Did this by ourselves, bitch, we
still independent. Your subject matter is faker than your IG following. Think you riding on the low, but you high key swallowing. Now you just a bike gun. Take the deuce and I'm gone. Used to lack confidence, going from I can't to I come. You was distracted by them hoes while I was practicing the flows. Too much arguing at home, so I stopped packing all my clothes. I was trapping on the road. You was relaxing in the shows. Now when you want me for a feature, I'll be taxing for them flows, nigga. How come my family only check up when they need some paper? How come my fake friends only check up when they need a favor? She used to curve me all the time, now she want me to save her. Now she can't get me out her mind, but I'm like, see you later. Hell nah, shit, I don't know what to tell ya. You take my kindness for weakness and I can tell, dog. Don't make me get disrespectful and raise hell, dog. Don't let me get disrespectful and have to check you, nigga. You know, like Pac said, you gotta have a sense of humor. Cause you gotta be able to smile through all the shit that life brings you, all the pain, all the misery. You know y'all see me smile. I wasn't there for them nights I cried. Said G's got feelings too. Even though I don't show my emotions in front of my loved ones, don't mean I ain't got none. You feel me?